0: listen to the black guy who tips podcast because rod and karen are hot
1: see the moral of the story is she's a hoe and he a pimp oh girl forgive a man but her girlfriend cut off like ed was hands that's fucked up is he got at her bitch call her a rat but she heard worse so my niggas having bitches is just what we do to the bitches having niggas this is what a slut do my auntie told me always treat my lady right my uncle told me only love him for the night you can see the immediate disconnection between a man and a woman the reason for aggression for example you ever heard of amber cole you heard of amber cole but you don't know the niggas that was getting done. i'm saying we heard of amber cole but we don't know the little nigga that was getting done hey welcome to the black guy who tells podcast your host rod and Karen. we're in the house on uh sunday Mm-hmm. ready to get this week started for you guys uh you can find us on itunes and stitcher just search the black guy who tells leave us five star reviews if we like them we'll read them on the air it's that damn simple um don't forget also you can find us uh going to dot podcon.com, podcon.com we're gonna be in uh, seattle We're gonna be doing a lot of talking we're yeah. gonna be doing some events yes, we're, gonna oh. we're gonna be having a live show
2: we're gonna be having
1: a meetup yes we we're are gonna be on panels. so I, I feel like you need to get out there it's the first uh it's like a saturday and sunday i think like the eighth and the ninth in december it is so uh see you in seattle uh also shows brought to you by shadow dog productions they have a youtube channel they're gonna be uploading a lot of new videos to their youtube channel um for the rest of the year so make sure you guys check it out youtube.com slash user shadow dog production you can also just go there search shadow dog production in the search bar on youtube and they'll come up and uh like it comment leave uh you know share it a video just let them know that you're out here and you're supporting because it helps us out tremendously uh the official weapon of the show is the taser. unofficial sports bullet ball and bullet ball extreme can't remember if i said that or not uh all right let's get into the news um and also just as a warning uh we definitely gonna be talking about uh weinstein again because most shit keep coming out i don't know what to tell you uh all right let's get into the news what's happening um oh so there's wildfires in uh in california and so bad that like people are dying people are losing their homes their livelihood and all this stuff so as part of uh, california's uh system they actually use inmates to help fight the fires um so there are women that are incarcerated that are out here on the front lines fighting these fires uh they get trained to fight them and everything they go out here um and they when they get out of prison like they get some time off like of their of their of their um prison sentence for doing this Mm -hmm. but when they get out of prison they can't be hired by the california fire department even though they've been trained and all that stuff because they don't hire felons uh so that is a big ass catch 22 right there uh especially that's how you get cheap labor yeah i mean it's akin to slavery you know I, no. but but the thing is essentially a lot of prison is akin to slavery like yes it is uh uh the, the, the documentary the 13th covers it a lot about how basically once you go to prison you lose your rights as a human being to not be enslaved so if they decided they're gonna make you work and uh, it, whether it's busting up rocks making license plates whatever the fuck you know, they can do that and pay you pennies on a dollar if, if anything. And then, you know, a good behavior time off, something like that. But essentially, they put you to work because you're in jail. And most of America's cool with it. Um, and it includes shit like fighting a fucking fire at 3 a.m. in the morning, uh, in Malibu. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, when you get out, uh, you can't even get a job. So, um, I don't know what you're supposed to do.
3: Right, because it's one of those things which is, uh, uh, like you said, a cousin, uh, um
1: relative of slavery when
3: it comes to that people that have been enslaved they don't want you to be able to get back to society that's how it was even Mm -hmm. with the beginning of the emancipation and things like that it was always a catch-22 to keep you in the system so that you would never leave and that's how it was probably always going to be unless um, people as a whole fight against it and the thing is overall people as a whole just everywhere even black people buy into the if you were in jail you committed a crime if you were in jail you're automatically guilty like uh, so many people buy into that that is to me is it's a shame uh how many people buy into the system knowing that you'll be the same people that would turn around and get mad when um somebody is uh, executed and they come to find that they didn't do it and they were black like you'd be mad about that but you're not mad about the system itself you know because everybody always thinks that they're an exception to the rule of being arrested everybody always thinks they're a good citizen everybody always quote unquote pretend like they always follow the rules but i don't care who you are all the stupid old and antiquated laws we have on our book everybody listening to my voice has broke a law everybody has broke a law and if somebody opted to enforce the law on you you will be locked up too but everybody thinks they're goddamn special snowflake above the law and i'll never be the one to be arrested until it's you not only you gotta be a family member a cousin that's one of those things that upsets me a lot a, a lot because it's one of those things but nobody gives a fuck about shit unless it's directly affects them be it through a family a friend or loved one then all of a sudden your empathy seeps out your sympathy seeps out your compassion seeps out why can't you have this regardless
1: yeah um it was interesting because um they in this new york times piece about it um like one of the inmates died she was 22 years old she was serving a three-year sentence uh she had less than two months to go and she she died like fighting these fires and shit like this is dangerous work
2: right is she she gonna get a
3: medal of honor is she gonna get rewarded is her family gonna get something for her fighting on the front because that's what the fuck she did she fought on the front line you know but that's the thing you rather have people out there for pennies on the dollar than paying people what they're worth out there
1: right um and it's a cash 22 because of the options that people have in jail many of them like some of these people want to do this like not only is you know we've lionized the idea of firefighters being like heroes and shit but you know you get time off your sentence you it's training for something but like i said it's um you know it's it's like something to do but at the same time it's very dangerous and then we don't truly believe in their rehabilitation i think this is a perfect example of how we say prison is for rehabilitation but if y'all won't even hire a felon that's been trained to do this then what is the point you know what i mean like y'all use their labor but yeah so um anyway i thought that was an interesting article i read um nelly's rape accuser said she will not testify and uh she uh wants to drop the case um now what'll happen is people read the headline of this people that just kind of hate women will immediately be like "Well, see these bitches be lying and accusing men of blah 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 well she's wrote a letter and it's kind of heartbreaking but I'm going to read it um but um yeah and, and his attorneys already tried to discredit her again alright so she says uh to whom it may concern part two um we do not live in a society where a 21 year old college student can feel safe enough to pursue criminal charges against a celebrity for an alleged of an alleged rape um yeah I, I mean is that is she lying if in a moment of panic and fear she immediately calls nine one one, she'll be interviewed, detained, and then sent to a hospital where a rape kit will be administered. Hours later she's allowed to return home. She will be at, she will look at her phone and be besieged by text messages of screenshots of internet articles already describing the incident. Before her initial tears are dry, her phone will ring and she'll be be uh will belatedly realize she's talking to a reporter who is trying to befriend her. Uh how did this reporter get my number? Will echo through her mind. Um as she cries along in her apartment with Mountain Hysteria, she will learn that the celebrity and his lawyer are issuing public statements that her allegation is devoid of credibility and is motivated by greed and vindictiveness, that her agenda is money, fame, and notoriety, that she is making a dangerous, fraudulent allegation uh to accomplish her own goals, and that they will pursue every legal option to address this defamation, defaming claim the investigating detective will ask that she attend a meet a joint meeting with the prosecutor's office to give a full recorded statement even though she remains distraught and frightened somehow she'll summon the courage to go give the interview on october 9th the detective promises that no one will know she's met with them until the investigation is closed her privacy is assured on tuesday october 10th the commander of the police department issues a statement to the media advising that she met with the police and prosecuted that monday the detective apologizes on Wednesday, October 11th. Says, regardless, I gave the victim my word that the interview would not be shared during this early part of the investigation. I failed her with that promise. Yeah, it, it, it. every step of the way since the time she called 911, she wishes she had not. Not because that what happened didn't occur exactly what she described, it. Not because she did not want the police to charge celebrity with alleged rape. She wishes she had not called 911 because she believes the system is going to fail her. um uh, she wonders who is, who is she going to go by her, oh wait, she wonders who is she going, who is she to go by her small, unimportant self against a, a celebrity who will believe her. People are saying horrible things already. She cannot handle this. She is about to break. She wants to close the door. She wants us to end. She cannot bear it. And so today, she is telling the Auburn Police Department and Kings County Prosecutor Office to put a halt to the criminal investigation of Cornell Higgs Jr., a.k.a. Nellie. She will not testify further in any criminal proceeding against him. She never wanted notoriety. She never asked for a dime from that man. She wants to go back to school and to graduate, and this cannot. Uh, she cannot do. it. She uh, remains hidden in her room crying her heart out. One day, maybe our world will change and 30 women will not be needed eventually. To eventually speak out against a celebrity who has hurt them in order to be believed, but that day has not yet come. Very truly yours, Karen Kohler. Um, now what? I, like I said, um, I this is not going to go to court. I never really expected, like the way that it came out, where he wasn't charged. Um, it like it it didn't, and it sounded like this was one of those things where it was going to go to court. Powerful rich man, he said, she said probably would have never seen jail or anything you know knowing the way a lot of these things unfold it's very very difficult to uh i forget it's it's some small percentage i want to say three percent but it might be it might be a little more of people that get accused of rape and then get charged you know go to jail for it or whatever um but when we talk about the system felon people we just reported to the police you know that's supposed to protect your identity you know how many times have we seen that not protected? How many times have we seen lawyers for the for the defense leak the leak somebody's information? Um, you know, and the lawyer's job on the defense is to discredit the victim because we accept that as a uh, as proof of something. Like if you can prove a woman has slept around with more than uh, your client, that's you can prove that she's basically unrapeable. If you can prove that she parties, she's a party girl. Like, uh, she goes out and has fun. She dresses provocatively, quote unquote, whatever that means. Like if we can do these things then we, then, then the jury, the public will accept that. Well, this woman can't be raped. You know, we do it all the time. If there's any level of consent to any action, if, oh, you went to his bus. Well, you can't be raped. Then it's impossible to be raped Once you go to somebody's bus uh, for a woman and a man, by the way. Right. Cause the part of, i was thinking about this is the weinstein thing part of the reason you know people are super hypocritical on this if it was men going like if it was a situation where nelly raped some dude on his bus we'd be like uh well we know that dude didn't go there expecting to get fucked so this dude a rapist you know what i mean but it's what is women it's like well you should just know men ain't trash or nothing but you should just know if you're alone with a man you're gonna get raped, so. But, it, I mean, you know, you have to fuck them. Cause, you know, y'all are in proximity to each other and alone. But, uh, you know, it, it, men ain't trash. Um, Nelly's attorney, uh, of course said the reckless accusation once investigated thoroughly was exposed for what it was. A fabrication. Fabrication that caused Nelly and his family to suffer emotionally and financially. He's not satisfied, though. Says he wants a public apology from the one man. Will Mechaman and Nelly consider taking legal action against her? Of course. That's what they do so i'm not surprised at all
3: are you serious now you're gonna turn on fucking sue
1: her? yeah and what's funny is that a lot of times uh people really do um see that as the right response like oh i like oh i was falsely accused of steroid use i'm gonna sue the newspaper you know i remember i you know who sued people when well harry for one but another person that sued people that was a lying motherfucker lance armstrong he was litigious shit like if you had any hint of this motherfucker be cheating he would sue your fucking pants off, threaten you go on do interviews and and was lying the whole fucking time we accept that you know from people we accept that we as accept that for men for men as like well of course you know you got to sue them too like You have to destroy this person for even attempting this and
3: and it don't make you right right. and and then that and that's the part that really kills me it don't make you right i mean i know you're gonna say more but yeah i got a lot of thoughts about this whole thing because sometimes it's very 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 frustrating when you hear people speak out about this situation if you've never been raped you have a penis, so odds are you don't have to worry about these situations. That's when men don't get raped, but most of these allegations and things like this, a lot of times, is uh, heterosexual. And it's just one of those things where it's very frustrating where men feel like they can tell a woman what what is that controlling of a woman's body you can always tell women what to do what you would do how you would handle it when at no point in your life have you ever feared from your life over another man i don't care if you're seven foot tall or if you could be a four foot nine man you don't have fear like right. a woman
1: um so yeah that it was just fucking ridiculous um but uh yeah and also I understand cuz see this is the thing like we look at TV shows, we look at movies and we just think like you go to the police, you go to court and you get justice, right? If something happened, it, it you will the court will work in your favor. It doesn't matter how small the victim and how big the, the 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 abuser, the criminal will always be brought to justice. That's how we think, very simply, very simply in these terms it's so rare that that happens and we and it's it's sad to see black people buy into it especially out of this idea we got to protect this black man but it's sad to see black people buy into it because we of all people know the justice system ain't really justice right you know and we and what 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 happens is we selectively pick and choose when to discuss that right Mm -hmm. so like when it's nelly we become well they just want to lock a black man up for no reason you know i mean you know we we just turn into it's really out to get him now we know that in many cases if someone accuses somebody of rape, it's almost damn impossible to win that case you know and then even if they get found guilty it's damn near impossible for them to go to jail or do any time off of it like it has to be egregious you know we talk about mystical mystical filmed himself and his boys raping somebody that's how the fuck he end up in jail imagine if it was just her word against his and he hadn't recorded it you know what i mean like she would just that nothing would have happened so anyway the point being people people know that there's a very slim chance of getting justice in a lot of these cases and we lionize people as heroes for fighting through as, as i think we should it's very brave to fight through this it's very brave to take someone to court knowing that you probably going to lose that your reputation is going to be dragged through the mud, that your name is no longer going to be good, that your career is probably dead, that you will be harassed, that you will probably end up out of school, out of a job, all this shit. These were like many many cases these people end up like basically uh ostracized from society. You know, in some cases you might end up with a monetary settlement or something. I understand every time somebody takes the money me too it every it makes
3: time. sense
1: every time like i like i know other people look at it as like some type of weakness or like admission of like no they're not guilty but you know what i also understand every time like a black family takes the money from a city that killed their loved one right. uh, by the cops i understand because 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 you're not gonna get justice we're starting at a default of you're not getting justice what else do you want you know, I remember watching that documentary, The Keepers, that came, came on, it was on Netflix. And they had this time, they had this thing where they basically had the priest dead to rights that he was abusing people and they did wait till he abused a boy. After abusing a whole lot of girls. They waited till he got caught abusing a boy that he really got called to the carpet and they they had this like hearing for the boy and they brought him in a room after they basically figured out this dude definitely did this shit. And they asked him, well, what do you want? They didn't say, uh, well, we're going to get this, kick him out of the religion. We're going to get him in jail. We're going to, they asked him, what did he want? And he said, what do you mean what I want? You know, this motherfucker go to jail basically. And they was like, he was, they were like, no, you, you want a boat? You want a car? So they already started at the default of, you're not getting justice. What else can we give you? And I feel like that's what happens. I feel like that's uh that's a factor that deters a lot of people. And I can understand why somebody would drop it. Now, I don't know what the fuck happened. I will reiterate that I don't know what the fuck happened in that dude's bus. I don't know. I just know that it's a lot to go through for something that the police are already fucking up from day one. You know the Jameis Winston thing. A lot of people saying thing: white woman accused on black man. You look at how the police mishandle that shit. She never had a chance of getting any level of justice. Y'all will never know. As much as as much as people want to come out, and just oh, it couldn't. Have, you will never fucking know because the police handled it in a way where no one can ever know you drop a case for a fucking year and then go back and be like oh yeah about that we should probably collect some evidence it's been a year nigga it's over you know what I mean like the time for that shit it was is and then you watch the thing for me and I and this is anecdotal and obviously is not um science but the thing for me is when I watch what people go through when you see people go back to court two three four years when you see people uh, fight the appeal of a person, when you see when you see like uh, in the Nate Parker case, when you saw that woman go back to court for years and then finally just stop just stop going to court, and that's how the dude got off. Is she she eventually just went? I can't go through this. I'm not testifying. Three years later, I don't live there anymore. I you know how many years later, I don't live there anymore. I'm done. And people go vindication. He didn't do it. See, innocent. Because we always want to go right back to that. But I'm looking at the fucking five years that she did keep going back, and I'm looking at the, the the trial after trial, appeal after appeal, the you know all that shit. You know, the fact that she's not asking them for money or nothing like that. The the university trying to uh to pay paying her out basically, you know, and not like it's, it's just little shit that I'm looking at that I'm like. Oh, that's a person that was wronged because you don't do that for this like no one comes up off of rape you know what i mean there's no famous rapees there's no fucking famous uh there's no famous survivors that we go man she wouldn't have known about her everyone for that sexual assault but now look at her on top of the world we don't even we we look at women no matter what happens as damaged Either you're damaged because you falsely accuse a man, quote unquote, right? If you don't get convicted, we immediately throw it into false. If you, if, 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 or you're damaged because you won the case and you ruined this man's career. Like there's no positive outcome for this. It's just people shattering fucking people's lives and then being like, what? Uh, I can't believe that people don't come forward and just talk to the police. I don't understand i mean if you did something wrong just just tell us and if he did something wrong we'll we'll make sure something happened. no you won't that's that's the thing we have thousands of years of humanity that prove we literally will not we won't stop what we're doing and ostracize and punish and jail these motherfuckers we won't do it especially if they're rich and powerful just a regular ass can get away with sexual assault but rich and powerful motherfuckers damn near, it's you might as well be trying to thread a needle dog it's impossible basically who are the rich, powerful motherfuckers that we look at and went like, man, that rape really put his ass in jail, changed everything. I can think of Mike Tyson and Mike Tyson back fine now. Yeah, I mean, I think he did uh, three, four years or something. He already back in society, like a lovable, adorable Mike Tyson. He's doing movies. He's got cartoon on Cartoon Network. Like, well, who who are the who are the ones that we feel like, man, that really fucked his life up. Being accused of that rape. Like, even the people that went to jail, we all know it's because they had a preponderance of evidence. We don't go, I don't think Darren Sharper did it. We're like, oh, yeah, he definitely did it. But we only think he definitely did it 12 women later in four states. That's when we go, oh, yeah, he did it. If it would have just been one woman, we'd be like, bitch, trying to set Darren Sharper up. You know, Kobe Bryant, still fine. Ben Roethlisberger, still fine. American treasures you know so I just find it funny to see people um go through this shit over and over again um alright let's see what else we got here um as I can see it's gonna be one of those shows um uh oh yeah this is this is not a new article but I, I wanted to bring it, bring it up in light of um being shit one in three women have been sexually assaulted uh, sexually harassed at work one in three
3: Oh yeah, no shit, no shit mm-hmm. most and 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 the the thing that really really me being a woman my whole life, the thing that really kills me is that it male privilege is real, and black men have male privilege no matter how much they admit that they're the most oppressed group ever, you can be in an oppressed group and still have privilege within the oppressed group. And and it's amazing how me and Roger have talked to, you know, people we've met and friends and family just be talking to regular women. Women talk about getting raped like a period. Like it's just something that naturally happened. I've talked to people and they're just like, oh, yeah, I got sex yourself. Oh, yeah, I got raped. Mm-hmm. And just move on and just kind of just gloss over the conversation to keep it keep it moving. I've heard this from so many people in real life and across the internet most of the women that are around you most of the women that you lay eyes on every single day has had some form of sexual assault and it's amazing people are so stupid and ignorant they don't even know what sexual assault is they think a random dude jumping out the bush and to put his dick in you is sexual assault no sexual sexual assault and sexual harassment all fall up underneath the same category it could be verbal it could be physical it could be mental it could be just harassing it falls in various different forms and because men have a tendency put it this because men don't want though they don't want to view the world as this horrible and terrible place that women claim it is they don't want to believe that their boys and their pals and their friends are these Terrible ass human beings, or they themselves, themselves, right, right. or they themselves are these terrible ass human beings. You don't want to believe this, and the thing is, dudes have been bought up in society where you have been taught, particularly straight dudes, have been bought up to society that you go chase woman you chase a woman, you go get a woman, you don't accept no one's an answer. You know, like 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 that's been designed in our society. Get them
1: drunk you know right get all them drunk, kinds of rapey shit get
3: them high you know like all types of things where you like this this is questionable behavior
1: i mean think about how many discussions we had on the show where it centered around the idea of well she was too high to consent but why is that rape? Right? and you know or we both got drunk so how can we say anybody was raping anybody you know like that kind of shit where it's like Everybody got an excuse, you know?
3: Right, and, and, and it's one of the things I think for me personally, is very, very frustrating because it's a lot of deprogramming that men actually need to go through. Even grown ass men that they need society. to go through. Society.
1: Right. Society needs yep. to go through. Society
3: needs to go through, but I'm, when I say, yeah. I'm talking about men because men, quote unquote, the way the society is, they, it, it starts with them. If you want, if it breaks with them, it will actually trickle down. This is one thing I truly believe will trickle mm-hmm. down because if, you don't break it with men who actually have the power and the authority and that runs things and the society has to start with with the root of the problem the root of the problem is men
1: yeah i i agree i was just pointing out it's like it's societal at this point
3: correct like
1: like i like you know i think one we don't teach boys not to write and as silly as that sounds as simple as that sounds honestly we need to be putting that in kids' heads when they're very young before you even start thinking that they're ready to talk about sex we need to be talking to them about consent period like even if it's consent to holding hands kissing things of this nature uh you know we lie not not lion eyes but we we celebrate boys pursuing girls right we we sell oh he hits you well he just likes you you know like we start that very young right um so we have to start programming guys but I guess what I was saying societal um i just mean like i i'm watching my twitter feed and my social media feed and there's so many women that are defending and this these men by attacking these women correct and it's it's i don't know it's just scary to me because it's like and some of them are being like i was harassed at work well why did y'all go to his hotel room and shit like that and it's like oh you're trying to turn this into women like and we're gonna read some articles and we're gonna get to it because there's women that are like well some of these women did sleep with him so they're the real reason he was he was trying to rape people it's like that's not the same (laughs) fucking thing you know that's like saying that any man should be able to rape somebody well some Mm -hmm. women consensually slept with me so i just thought i could fuck every woman walking i just i don't i didn't see a difference guys i thought anybody that came to my room for any reason was supposed to get raped i didn't realize that only some women could be you know like it's, it's that type of shit where we're covering for men um, and that's a societal covering you know what I'm saying yes, yes. but you're absolutely right I, like the men the, 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 the abuse and the onus is on the men who perpetrate this the abusers who do it
3: right and also it's one of those things too to where A lot of these women that attack victims, attack victims, even if they've been a victim themselves. A lot of that has to do with they felt like it was their fault, like they're projecting, too. So they have also bought into the system that was created for men by men, no matter how much, you know, men out there go, well, I don't do this. Okay, great. But are you calling people out? Are you talking to people? Why is it always on the women? when it comes to this shit to always try to defend for you to come around and swing your dick and tell her to constantly shut the fuck up where like are you talking to your fellow brother man Are you be like hey dog that your behavior ain't cool or I can't fuck with you no more because of this behavior because the truth is children are not taught about rape they're not taught about what's consent period and a lot of people engage in sexual activity and then don't even realize that the activity that they, they're engaging in is rape until years later after they've learned what consent is, what rape is, what sexual assault is, you know. And by then, most people are like, that was years ago. It wasn't even worth it. Because the thing is, for men, you know, once a woman says no, that's it. put mm-hmm. like this. And even if she don't say no, you should be intelligent enough and smart enough to read goddamn body language. If she's pushing you away, if she's not wanting to engage with you, the signs are there, but you don't give a fuck. You know, like the people that do this activity just don't care. And then for girls, it's like we're taught to kind of protect ourselves. But how can you protect yourself from somebody who... A lot of times it's stronger than you, makes more money than you in a lot of these situations, a lot of times can quickly overpower you. How can you protect yourself from that? And then what, if something does happen, you're at fault and you're at blame. So no responsibility whatsoever goes the male's way. And I guess to me it's very frustrating when particularly across social media, I see people constantly uh, saying, well, I'm not a rapist. I don't defend rape. Yes, you do when you come out and you, and the first thing I see on your post is all these excuses for these men, all these exceptions to the rules for these men, all these, everybody's about to get money. Well, this one time, I don't give a fuck about your one time. We're talking about this time wow. right here. Most women that accuse somebody of rape, most rape victims, it happened. It's a rarity that it does not happen. It's a rarity that it does not happen. And the thing is, a lot of, a lot of times I understand how men fear that they're going to be accused of rape. So this is their protection mechanism to go, well, if one of your line, all of your line.
1: Yeah. It's like how white people go, well, how do you know the police pulled you over for being black? because they don't want to believe that there's a world where that happens because that starts implying that there's white supremacy and that they might be complicit in it or benefiting from it so we have to squash down everything it can't be about race gotta be something else gotta be something else um
3: yeah and also it's one of those things too to where why is it always the women who put themselves in precarious situations why why nobody questioned the man why was you along with her
1: right well you know always the woman you know it's funny i was thinking about this this morning how many people mock mike pence because of his i'll never meet with a woman alone thing remember that we that found out on the campaign trail oh god this guy what a fucking you won't meet with women alone why because you can't help but rape them are you fucking stupid now you're talking about why do women meet with harvey weinstein alone why they meet with any businessman alone what are we saying you sound a lot like more like mike pence than anything this is you're essentially saying mike pence was right don't men and women you cannot have a meeting alone um there's more shit uh, anyway one in three women get sexually harassed at work think about that that is a lot of fucking women Mm y'all think about that percentage dog Mm -hmm. you have a one in three chance just by being a woman and having a job of being sexually harassed at your job one in three one in motherfucking three Mm -hmm. um and uh yeah i'll wait till we get to the Watson thing but just remind me um to bring up harassment versus assault because yeah that's a big thing and it's one of the reasons when i hear people blaming these women i like i get pissed because it's like we don't treat harassment seriously Mm -mm. and now everybody's acting like we would have in hindsight and i fucking know we wouldn't have If there's some story about a dude groping a woman, we would not be like, well, he should lose his job and go to jail. A dude that talked, bragged about grabbing women in the pussy as president of the United States. What are you talking about? What penalty? You, you did, they didn't care when that video came out in the middle of a campaign that's about popularity and voting for somebody to run the country. You think they gonna care when it's, uh, a mogul at a fucking movie studio or a rapper? Rick Ross is on a fucking radio station talking about i have to fuck a woman if i spend money on her career as a rapper because she works for me i have to fuck her we is he ostracized from rap no he's still around doing whatever the fuck rick ross does why do we pretend that we would come out come we would come down on these men and we would stop them and i would give up my career if i had to do it you wouldn't do shit sorry anyway um uh waka flocka doesn't identify as black uh According to him, in this interview,
3: okay,
1: yeah, imagine him saying that shit to you in your face in the an interview, and you're supposed to not laugh and pass out. waka Flocka, not black. Feel like he owes for a lot of n words. So. I feel like we gave we gave him a lot of pass passes, thinking that he was not thinking that he was black. We let him go, you know. um Who was this interview with? Shade in the morning, I think sway in the morning yeah uh to discuss a slew of topics revealing he does not identify as african american oh uh,
3: god what is he then? like what i have this man
2: him? right here
1: oh uh, okay what did you say
3: oh you're gonna play the clip go ahead
1: uh i was gonna try to learn it's a 30 minute clip i gotta find what he said the five minute mark okay let me get to the five minute mark and see what this coon. i mean what this uh brother said i mean not brother i, I don't know what we're calling him now This person, this human being who is not African-American at all, who is not, don't call him black. Rye,
2: crack skin, and then a white woman, she had the clear skin, and the tagline was visibly beautiful skin underneath hers. And so it's been a historical context of the way that soap and detergent happened. That's fucked up, that's fucked up, that's
4: fucked up. (laughs) In all due respect to every race, niggas know black people don't crack. Like black yeah, don't crack. Black yeah. Don't yeah. crack. Yeah. So right there, yeah. right there, he's
1: well, saying indig- niggas no. Black people don't crack. Nig- he said niggas no. Right, he just said niggas right. Okay, interesting. Don't crack. Indig- don't, don't crack. The natives
4: don't crack. The natives don't. You can see crack. a native, and he could be ninety years old and still look like he's fifty. Mm-hmm. I'm talking for the natives. Yeah. I like when when Juan it, come, when it comes to uh, talking about African Americans, I have no education with that. Period. Uh-huh. I don't. I, I, I don't. I'm not even connecting to that no more because that's a system. That's uh-huh. like connecting Say, hey, he's a bad guy. You don't hang with him. Oh, hey, I'm gonna uh-huh. find out for myself. Uh-huh. not African American at all. My, hmm. my folks is not from Africa. And a lot of people in this room, folks, ain't from Africa. Might be a couple. But people just don't understand. I asked my girl, I'm like, yo, Grandma, what's your background? She's like, Redfoot and um, Blacktail Indian. Blacktail.
1: I think I have that magazine. I, I guess I'm a Blacktail then, because I've had I've read several issues.
3: Yeah. Duh!
1: Let's just say, my DNA does trace back to Blacktail. If you guys know what I mean, I think you all do. I think you all do.
4: I think you do, too. Yeah, my mother and my father did. We're 100% Indians. That's my other grandma. We got Cherokee in us, and European, and Italian, and a little Dominican. Huh. It's crazy. I'm like, what the fuck? That's why I'm to Africa. Y'all look at me funny. Like, like I'm African. Like I'm, I'm, you're not, though. Like, you're you're not. 80% of slaves was already here it was natives it's crazy
1: 80 where you get that number from exactly.
4: shit I just checked the books which book yeah I got a whole laptop full of this shit
1: now he had just said um he was uneducated he didn't connect to black people he didn't know any of that stuff um I'm, I'm gonna run this fact by everybody again one more time just American at all my, hmm. my folks
4: is not from Africa and a lot of people in this room folks in from Africa might be a couple People just don't understand. I asked my grandma, like, yo, grandma, what's your background? She like red foot and um, black tail Indian. What? Yeah, my mother and my father, did. we were 100% Indians. I asked my other grandma, we got Cherokee in us and European and Italian and a little Dominican. Huh. It's crazy. I'm like, what the fuck? That's why I'm Africa. Y'all look at me funny. Like, like I'm African. Like, I'm, I'm, You're not, though. Like, you're, you're, you're not. 80% of slaves was already here. It was Natives. It's crazy, hey D. Where you get that number from? Yeah. I just check the books. What book? Yeah. The book. I, I got a whole laptop full of this shit. Yeah. yeah, just for me reading. It's not a solid book. Like, hey, uh-huh. there's only a thousand slaves came here, and nah, nigga, uh-huh. you gotta read. You have to literally read. Like, I'm so deep into it, I don't think about a slave ship. I think about what was a slave ship called? Jesus. What the fuck was a slave ship called that Christopher Columbus was on? Who funded that slave ship? Who paid for that boat? Uh-huh. Like, what was these folks' race? Like, what, what was their background?
2: Yeah, so Walker, that's interesting. Cause, uh, why? I'm just—it's like a why. It's not like I'm yeah. chastising. It's like why? No, that's interesting because a lot when it comes, to Id- you're addressing identity, right? So, so you're right.
4: familiar with that boat, right?
2: I'm—I'm uh, I'm not familiar with the boat exactly that you're referencing, but I am the
4: slave I, boat, the first slave boat. Oh that yeah, came the I slave boat. Yeah, for All sure. Right, so for who paid sure. for the slave boat?
2: Um, that was from the the Europeans in terms of well, when they well, do the, what, the what was the ethnicity? ethnicity? What was the ethnicity? Uh, there was Germans. There was no. individuals. What was their
4: ethnicity that paid for that boat that 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 built that boat and that voiced that boat? And who who the directions. people who built the boat or who paid for the boat to be built? It's in the books. It's just yeah. it's in the books. I'm not going to say it's, shit because we wanna... got to specify which boat. Yeah, and from the the which boat part of the co- Columbus was on the boat that y'all celebrated well, Columbus Day. it well, no, it's called? The Jesus, Jesus. It's called Jesus of Lube. Yeah, and who who
2: the Spain the Spanish King Henry. But we don't get to it. I don't okay, want to really I, get to it like that. Like, trust me, it's deep. It's okay. deep, bro. But it's the question deep. I have for you in regards to identity then, um, some uh blacks don't want to be called African Americans, uh, some report to call it as black. So with you saying you're not African American, you're more of the indigenous, your grandmother and your grandparents from Native American tribes, do you address yourself as Native American? Do you address yourself as black? Do you address I'm, yourself I'm as African American? I'm other. So you're other. I'm
4: I'm uneducated. I'm uneducated. So for me to sit here like a college professor, a professor, I'm wrong. I'm uneducated, know. I'm confused. You know what I'm saying? But I'm damn sure not black. You're not going to call me black. My, my, own, my grandmother's not Crayola. Like, so no, then. Uh, I'm connected to a tribe. I'm from a tribe, not a country. Mm-hmm. It's a big hmm. difference. What- different laws, different everything. Like, big difference.
0: Let me ask you, did you. Did- okay. Okay. All right. That made my hurt. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm
1: you damn sure not gonna call him black that's for sure that's just not what's gonna happen
3: he gonna sell me incense too
1: he original I don't know he's native Karen according to him when you look at that nigga you see a, that's a native it's not no I hate
4: favorite mhm
1: You know, but hey, that's how he feels, and uh, he don't got to be, uh, I don't know that he has the best words to be able to explain the point that he thinks he's trying to make, but, you know, take from that what you will. I just want to know why he gets to say nigga if he's not black, because I feel like that's our thing.
3: Yeah, that right. And you need to give you. that back. You got to give that back then.
1: I'm going to need you to, to to chill on that a little bit, um, if this ain't your experience, but um yeah i don't know man it's it's interesting because uh somebody like Walker, it's not really that important whether or not he thinks he's black or not to me but i just thought it was funny his reasoning um and that he would say that out loud while talking about this in books that he can't name but he's also uneducated i i didn't it was a lot going on at the time is what i'm saying um women boycotted twitter the show uh solidarity with rose mcgowan because she got kicked off of twitter for um put published according to twitter publishing a phone number of somebody which is funny because everybody i know on twitter that uh a lot of people have been doxed that's what they call doxing putting your personal information out of there uh the the alt-right people do it gamergate does it these motherfuckers were not kicked off twitter uh and all this shit but somehow rose mcgowan was um uh at any rate um uh, they started this thing called like hashtag women boycott twitter um and all the famous white women and christine tegan uh, were doing it um uh it was uh like uh just celebrities um uh some men were doing it like we're gonna boycott twitter on this day and um and whatnot and uh, while i do think it's You know good people um organizing to prove a point to to do whatever i feel about it that's kind of the way i feel about the people like i'm not watching nfl because of Kaepernick. it's and this is just gonna be how it is with any of this shit it's interesting the timing that you pick to do it
3: right that's all i got to say about it it's just interesting you do whatever the fuck you want to do but you can't say that something's wrong with somebody for watching your timing
1: Mm mm-hmm um, it's just,
3: uh. I got all the times you choose now, you choose now.
1: Right. Um, and get mad because people don't join you. Yeah, it's just interesting to me because it's essentially after white women felt agreed by Twitter that they become, it becomes a thing, a movement. Um, when it was, leslie um it wasn't this way like her own co-stars and celebrities that were in the movie with her it took them days before they even responded um and it at at best it was like a tweet and it was be like i know leslie she's a good person like that's not the fucking point we're not questioning whether or not leslie's a good person or worth you know it was it was you know it wasn't about let's boycott this platform let's come together when it was jamel hill you know when the president of the united states was targeting a black woman wanting her job the solidarity wasn't there man it wasn't there so now you have everybody kind of galvanized and and going at um going at this at this person specifically going at Twitter specifically in the name of rose mcgowan and other white women that you know were getting you know feeling a grieve because she was discriminated against uh and, and, uh and a lot of celebrities were like i'm not gonna tweet and all this shit and it was funny because when the boycott was happening um one my twitter was so much funner. it was so much well, better it was so much lighter I, and I'm i realized i realized now i think what i think happened i follow a lot of black women of color that you mm-hmm. know we're not going to participate in the boycott because they immediately were like what the fuck was this shit when we was like we had to be canaries in the coal mine on everything and they started the, uh hashtag i think april rain did uh women of color appreciation wc oh affirmation that's what it was and it was just women promoting and signal boosting other women of colors uh and men everybody was signal boosting other women of colors work it was you know? beautiful. Yeah, I made a thread about like podcasters and stuff. Some people that, some women that, um, I think people should be listening to to have, uh, you know, that that you know you you go support their podcast. That was an area I thought would be an easy one to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, at any rate, that was happening. That was very positive. Also, mm-hmm. and I, I realized this the next day. My timeline is a lot less annoyed when there's no white women kind of saying and doing annoying fuck shit so, so then you have less people being upset the other thing i realized um it was also easier because i got retweeted less by white women and it's not necessarily their fault but when white women retweet you it's a gateway towards the biggest because they're friends with these people they're followed by these people they roll in a circle where they may have some trump supporters that follow them um, for whatever reason, I'm not saying that's because they agree with Trump supporters. Like, literally, it's just they might just think you're pretty or whatever. You're white, so I'm gonna follow you. And they see you retweet some some pro-black shit that I said, and they come in my mentions. And I'm like, it, and I like, I didn't have to worry about that yesterday, um, or the, the day of the boycott. Um, so it was just it was funner. It was a better place. Um, without them for a second. Uh, no offense, but that's the truth. My experience was better um maybe when they start that black twitter that blitter maybe i will be on there i don't know uh but uh uh so that was a part of it um but yeah then when the when they came back the next day i said the, during the boycott i said you know the only thing that would make this more annoying for people that are like it, really y'all just waited till now to boycott y'all didn't give a fuck about none of this harassment of black women hacking of people's phones and uh, doxing of the people, their careers, and threatening people, Gamergate going after people. Y'all didn't care about none of that shit until it was the famous woman getting her Twitter account blocked. You know what I mean? Fucking people get blocked on, like, a Facebook every day just for being black and woke or whatever the fuck. So, it was funny. I said, the only thing that make this worse is if Twitter actually does address this and change the rules. Why did Jack, the COO of Twitter or whatever, put out a thread about how they're going to change the rules and they're going to address harassment and it's their number one priority now and white women after so white. you don't
3: mean nobody else let's just keep that real you don't give a zero fuck about nobody else mm. and they're not the only first white women to be harassed what about the 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 uh, uh i think they're white the ladies that uh write for rick and morty they harassed those women What about the the lady that did the video games they you know uh uh, the video game lady she like put a picture we took it she was like eating burger drinking drinking a slurper or some shit and they harassed her i didn't i didn't see this solidarity for these white women
1: right um so here's the thing for me because people were looking like oh our boycott was a success this guy jack addressed it right before the deadline of people coming back basically saying we're on this we're addressing this It's the number one priority in 2016 it became a priority in 2017 it's our top priority here here's the thing i, I be, oh i believe him oh he's oh no 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 no. don't get this confused he's right and i absolutely believe him they they hire more people i i say this shit and i'm not and like i think it gets lost in this like altruism shit No, no 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 they absolutely are telling the truth. Yes, they want to address harassment. Yes, it's their number one priority. Because in 2016, when they tried to fucking sell this motherfucker, all the highest bidders dropped out because they said the quality of your platform is not good. There's too much harassment going on. You have too many bots. You have, it's the home of the fucking alt right and the, the Gamergate, and y'all have this freedom of speech thing that leads to people just being harassed. Famous people that we want to have on here, these media influencers, have a negative experience on your platform. It's unlike the other platforms, you know, Um, and it dropped the price of the brick. We covered that on our show. I remember being like, "Yo, they're not gonna, they're not gonna have a, they're not gonna be able to sell this easily because they're not gonna get the money they want because the experience isn't that good. Not to mention, it's hard to advertise on there. People hate ads. They hate every change that you make to this thing." It's hard to slide an ad in there on some tweets to get people to engage with it. So you got, these are the factors. It's the money. So they're not being altruistic. They don't give a fuck about, well, these we hate to see women silence their own voices. No, what they hate is to be known as the platform that is associated with people being harassed and them taking the side of the fucking harassers because you can't sell your shit. That's it. They could sell it. They just wouldn't sell it for the number they thought they were going to get. So, yes, they have to get rid of the harassment because they've been measuring the data by or the value of their platform by how many users they have. They thought that they could just walk into a meeting and be like, look, we have seven million users, you know, whatever, like three billion users or whatever the fuck. And that the, the fucking people be like, oh, my God, well, Facebook has six billion. We'll offer you half of what we gave them. That's not how that fucking works. Because then they go, well, what are the value of your accounts?
3: I mean, your accounts are real oh so
1: the average person has 10 tweets mm. the average person tweets uh logs into twitter a couple times a year uh the average person is uh harassed oh you have uh, a, a one person can have 57 accounts and use those as uh, as bots you have russian bots on your shit you have like you you people are able to fake to spread fake news via your shit um people can log in unregistered emails don't have their government names on it i understand there's some benefits to being anonymous but let's keep it real when people are get anonymous that's when they can feel like they can act the most of a fucking fool you know i understand the catch 22 uh and there's a you know what but like facebook kind of errs on the side of show us your id and 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 but and as much as uh i think you know facebook uh it still has problems they have a lot less than my Twitter account. Like, my Twitter responses and my Facebook responses totally different. Right. Totally different. So, it's kind of interesting to see people try to flip this shit um, or to see Twitter try to flip it and people fall for it. Like, finally, they're addressing our needs. Nigga, they have been thinking about this since the day they walked out of that fucking meeting and didn't get that billion they thought they was getting. They're like, whoa, whoa, what the fuck are we going to do? Because all the feedback was the same. Look at the, the look at the quality of the interactions on your platform. Why the not fuck the would amount. I pay for this? Hmm?
3: I said not the amount, and yeah. I would have to invest more money than I'm giving you to fucking clean it
1: up. That's stupid. And then, and not to mention, once I clean it up, now what are my numbers? Because that's the real number, right? Like, what is the real number of people with Twitter accounts that are human beings that interact with each other? What's the actual number? You don't. We don't know the actual number right now. You know, if I go through my mentions, like, uh, I mean, I have a lot of shit filtered now, which is, you know, one of the tools they gave you. Mm-hmm. But keep in mind, those filters, they filter me from seeing the trolls in a lot of cases. They're not actually getting the trolls off the platform. Right. So they want the numbers, but then they want to make the user experience better. But they covet the numbers most of all, and that is always going to be a losing uh Equation for them when it comes to selling this shit, because they're gonna keep going. Well, now we have seven billion people. And it's like, but it's five billion of trolls that call people nigger all day. What? 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 what why would I buy this? What, like, what? What can I sell to the dude that has a flag avatar that calls people nigger? What am I selling him? Right. What? What product does he buy? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> is he real? Which of his seventeen accounts is the one that purchases things? it's a numbers thing you know so i absolutely believe twitter coming out and saying yeah we working on this yes you better be it's, you don't have a choice but don't try to flip it into like some charity no this is a it's it's a fiscal decision it's not a social thing you're not socially responsible you're not doing this shit because you're like such good people you're still the same white man that think freedom of speech is richard spencer having a a fucking verified account on your platform that's what you think is right so so yeah I, I just thought it was very funny the way people were oh we won the boycott work and i'm like how explain how um all right um let's see what else we gotta talk about uh do i want to get in um but yeah at, at any rate um uh, i did appreciate the women of color uh, affirmation hashtag if you have time go get into that it's on twitter mm-hmm. there have been articles written about it and stuff um you might get introduced to some women of color that you didn't know correct and the work that they're doing mm-hmm. um all right uh i think i'm gonna skip fucking with black people today
3: come on but for what we we know
1: i'm gonna skip it i don't know i mean it's still all bad news karen still we gotta do white people news and uh, it's not it's weinstein <laughs> so i mean we're not you're not actually really avoiding anything yeah if you like to think but all. i
3: don't want two shots i'll take one shot today please all
1: right all right we'll get to them we'll get to that tomorrow fucking with black people's gonna be a doozy as well by the way um <laughs> all right so let me get into white people news let me go find some covers um let's see what we're gonna do here all right and let me put it on my screen. Yeah,
3: because
1: everybody probably gonna get a hundred anyway. So, that <laughs> some of them are, I don't know, maybe some of them were, some of them weren't, probably. Uh, all right, uh, let me know what's showing on the screen, Karen. Mhm. It is okay.
3: Oh no, 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 it's not. Oh. But I, yes, yeah, like yeah, I'll let you know.
1: Oh, okay. And it's showing. All right, cool guys. Let's get into white people news. Hope you enjoy these. Uh, this cover song. Um after it finishes loading which is oh of course and then there's going to be an ad of um,
3: course it's going to be an ad Oh <laughs> um, wouldn't have it any other way
1: well just wait the five seconds and skip this shit and then get to the song alright cool um, take your time take your sweet ass time Um. but yeah alright so white people news here we go
4: this is the strength of street knowledge come to true. come to
1: church <laughs> okay and now it's gonna freeze cause that oh oh they got a they got a fire going I should have fire by
0: in a crazy motherfucker named Ice Cube from the gang called Niggers with Attitude when I'm called off
1: okay um that was a hard r it's a very hard that was the hardest of R's. like
3: that, oh so we're gonna do this by the bait being campfire we we
1: we <laughs> wrote the s'mores i i feel like he said niggers with attitude and um yeah
3: the original yeah, yeah.
0: Not, not nigga. The game calls niggers
1: with attitudes. Yeah, I don't think that's how you pronounce NW niggers. With, I think it's niggas. Okay. No,
3: it's all nigger. It, it like It don't matter what we put in. It's an ER onto them.
1: Niggers with attitude. Mm-mm-mm. When I'm called off, I got to
0: it off. I squeeze the trigger. Bodies are hauled off. You two but- with me The police are gonna have to come and get me off your ass Cause that am going out For the punk the motherfuckers not showing out Niggers start to mumble They wanna rumble I pick them up and cook them in a pot like gumbo I'm going off on the motherfucker like that With a gat that pointed at your ass So bring it up smooth You know there ain't no telling When I'm down for a jacket Here's a murder rap To keep you dancing With a crime record Like Charles Manson AK-47 is a tool Don't make me happy Motherfucking fool You and me can go toe-to-toe You know me I'm knocking niggers off the blocks Daily Yo, we (laughs) Monthly and yearly Till you dumb motherfuckers See clearly that I'm down With the capital CPT Boy, you can't fuck with me So when I'm in your neighborhood You better duck Cause I speak crazy As fuck and as I leave Believe I'm stomping But when I come back Boys, I'm going straight Out of Compton <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, listen guys i'm gonna need y'all to find his um
3: oh my i'm gonna
1: need y'all to find his place of employment we gonna have to get get him up out of here okay
3: oh my i'm gonna
1: he works somewhere okay guys we don't know where but you know this motherfucker works somewhere what, what can we do to make sure that this motherfucker don't never log, don't never log back into his job? Don't never swipe his <laughs> card and walk past. What can we do, guys?
3: Oh, my.
1: I'm reaching out to the blackout all this. <laughs> we have to find this man and make sure that he's never employed again. This is, uh, that was too much. Ooh, that was too
3: much. <laughs> None of them probably ever been to Compton in their lives.
1: From a called Nears with an Attitude
3: not nigger niggers with an attitude
1: niggers is knocking like them straight off old, the block
3: That don't. that's not in the same song
1: good grief all right trump news uh pro-trump states will be affected the most by his health care decision
3: no shit they don't care and they'll vote for his ass again
1: Mm-hmm. he made a decision to end provision a provision of the affordable care act that was benefiting roughly six million americans He'll fill his campaign promise, but also risk harming some of the very people who helped with his presidency. Yeah, uh, they don't care. Nope. they they racist y'all.
3: Mm-mm. They do.
1: Yeah. He promised that he was going to do this. This just him delivering on the promise of taking that black man's uh, name off of their health care.
3: Yep, and that's why when I see them stories, I be like, okay. And this is what you wanted. These are the end results. So I've been tricked. No, Okay, you just been tricked then.
1: Right. Um so yeah they they don't have a problem listen listen you can take that goddamn obamacare i don't want that but as long as you leave my affordable care act alone i'm good well guess what guys surprise it's the same fucking thing and uh you know i wouldn't i would rejoice in this if it wasn't for the fact that it's still a lot of people in those in those states that didn't vote for trump
3: come on gotta
1: deal with this shit like it's funny because we call states red and, and all this shit but like they some of the shit they barely be winning or like let's say you win 60 percent to 40 percent, that's not really a lot of people <laughs> like that that means there's 40 percent of that people in that state that don't support this shit and they got to deal with this they got to right. deal with this in this democracy you know
3: right? i know they got like you said they got red and blue but it's always people quote-unquote on opposite side of this against whatever it is they got voted for mm-hmm.
1: uh trump the end key uh oh well we just said that uh, also he was talking about obamacare price is about to go up and see he this is why that this is why it's failing and it's like what you you, you sh- made it go up hey, who's that stupid to not know you cut the subsidies and then turn around and say why is the price so high this is Fucking idiot. uh trump said tillerson is wasting his time negotiating with north korea because he was negotiating with them on the behalf of rex tillerson was most negotiating with them on the behalf of the united states trying to avoid a nuclear war but trump said he's wasting his time i told rex tillerson our wonderful secretary of state that he's wasting his time trying to negotiate with little rocket man he said on twitter oh, save your energy rex we'll do what has to be done uh um, yeah,
3: risking other people's lives other people's lives
1: right not to mention um he uh rex tillerson allegedly called him a fucking moron behind the scenes which uh, i think there's a lot of people it says a lot about this white house that so many people took positions of power because they want to be close to power but they have no respect for donald trump and that's why the turnover so high too because he doesn't have the kind of ego that can handle somebody working there and not respecting him he doesn't have that kind of ego like he doesn't know like it's funny how opposite he is of obama like obama really was handling critique in a way that i think was superhuman to a certain point where i'm like who's that fucking secure like you never lash out and say this is unfair like you know well, if he
3: did we never heard
1: it that's what i'm saying right. I'm, but i mean in the media twitter you never, uh, you never see press conferences mm-hmm. you just never saw him break and be like All hey right. man now look you know that's fucked up i think he had like maybe one or two times in his entire eight years that i remember him kind of addressing somebody like now you know what you printed was fucked up and even in those cases, the media would act, react like he basically called him a bitch. Like, like he came out and said uh, that we need to report on both on the whole story and not just da, 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 da. Wow. is that presidential shit? he did, You know, because the, the bar was just different for him. But with Trump, every day he does some unpresidential, quote, unquote, that people just it's, we just become used to it in 10 months. Russell Simmons penned a letter to Donald Trump saying, wake the fuck up yeah that's your friend i don't really give a fuck mm, Sure don't you talking about you heard him say racist shit around you but you ain't say nothing till he was the nominee okay that mean you was still wanting to be in his uh circle before you know not then the ra- then the racism got a little too big uh <laughs> uh the secret service depletes funds to pay agents because trump's frequent travel and large family
3: mm-hmm, yeah yeah when he leaves the, the this country gonna be bankrupt when he leaves because all the taxpayers money is being fucking wasted and blown he's
1: not he's never at the White House ever like so that's the you know that's the thing he takes more vacation time than any president and golfs and, and goes to White House South his golf resort and shit like and these people have a budget
3: they go this is how much we allotted every year and
1: there's so many people in his fucking illegitimate ass family just traveling you know his messy ass three four marriages ass family that it's impossible to protect them i think one of his sons fucking asked not to be protected anymore um they just disbanded a federal advisory committee on climate change Cause who cares about that right it's not real
3: yeah i guess it's not apparently
1: and y'all don't care i mean listen hillary clinton y'all just thought she was jesus and that's really the problem with everything honestly if that hadn't happened somehow i don't know but in order to prove how real i was i had to make sure trump got in office and now i'm the realest person on the left y'all uh trump's lawyer for his email echoing se- uh secessionist rhetoric uh, they it's not like y'all care. What about her emails though? I mean, isn't that what's really important guys? Alright, let's get into more depressing white people news. It's right, it's not all fun. You know what I- Woody Allen is sad for Harvey Weinstein over sexual assault uh allegations. Insert Spider Man pointing at Spider Man at this point in the podcast, guys. hmm Poor Harvey Weinstein, guys. It's sad what's happening with them. You know, when the rapes come home to roost. It's just, you, you look at a guy like that and you just go, man, poor guy. <laughs> but people keep working with Woody Allen, keep being in his movies, keep.
3: working with well Roman Polanski. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he says, sad for Harvey Weinstein as the producer faces numerous allegations. He said he heard rumors, but not these hard stories after a number of women came forward to accuse Weinstein of assault. Weinstein was voted off the board behind the Oscars on Saturday as a result of the allegations, even though Bill Cosby and Ron Polanski are still on the board. Well, come on now. Uh, Weinstein has been credited with Robin Allen's career after Allen was accused of abusing Dylan Farrow, his daughter, with actress Mia, Fa- Mia Farrow yeah uh makes sense birds of a feather stick together you know calling in favors you know what you gonna say i admonish this man you know like like the silence around this goes so deep because part of it is he was a make or break person for a lot of people's careers right
3: and some people have to to ignore that fact
1: one of the reasons he's being ousted so much faster than bill cosby to a certain extent is because he was so powerful that these women went on to be somebody in some cases
3: yes they did in the bill cosby's
1: cases most of these women never went on to be shit because he either made sure they weren't gonna be shit uh or um he was getting women that were so early in the game and they didn't have you know like he picked quote unquote his right targets the least powerful women mm-hmm. that he could do that to that wouldn't have a voice that would take a, a payout rather than a, um do that that would be embarrassed into feeling like well if i bring this up i'ma fuck up my life fuck up my career so let me just shut the fuck up um at any rate though harvey weinstein uh is is, is woody allen's uh woody allen's sad form guys you guys know how that goes uh british actor Lissette uh anthony alleges that uh harvey weinstein raped her um she's claimed that harvey Weinstein raped her she reported the alleged assault to the police last week um she stars in the british soap opera holly oaks uh she said it took place in her home in london in the 1980s she described the attack as pathetic and revolting and said it left her feeling disgusting uh, disgusted and embarrassed um so yeah I, i uh i absolutely uh believe her a former Miramax employee has claimed Weinstein raped her in the basement of his London office 25 years ago. In an interview with the Daily Mail on Sunday, the unnamed British woman explained why she didn't report the assault. I just felt mortified and ashamed, and no one would believe me. He was incredibly well connected, powerful, and important, and I was just a nobody. You know, uh, like I said, I, I uh, see people talking about uh, brave. You gotta be brave. You gotta come out and say something. And it's like, we don't treat those people with any level of credibility uh when they do that though Mm -hmm. we don't have a history of being like this woman accused this guy of rape so therefore we believe her and let's you know get him out of here well let's well she goes to court and he's found guilty because they always get found guilty when they do it Mm -hmm. then we'll do something no we have people that are convicted of rape that work roman polanski continues to work right you know what i mean like what are you talking about what like it's 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 incredibly frustrating to listen to people make up this reality where all, all this justice is happening while i'm looking at the world going but it's not
3: no it's not but
1: you do the mental gymnastics in order to blame women on this and and this is the part i wanted to bring up now these are two sexual assaults that are rape right I said I was gonna come back to this the difference between sexual harassment sexual assault and, and rape is huge here we absolutely would not treat any of these women that just alleged some creepy behavior on his on his part before there was some preponderance of evidence that he did more to other women right. we would not treat them seriously mm-hmm. that is isn't that is a fucking fact and I need people to get that through their fucking skulls because if we just if, if we had heard harvey weinstein groped a woman's breast we are not treating that seriously you know bill clinton was accused of that kind of shit and became president like 60 minutes was talking about it got re-elected even we don't care this idea that we do care like we it happens too commonly to women for us to believe we care if a Mom. third of women are having these issues at their jobs a third of women at their jobs who's doing it not other women odds are who why are they still employed what's happening to these people we don't walk around going a third of men are fired from their job for sexually harassing people because it's not happening no one cares it's just it's just funny because you you know i'm I'm reading people's tweets i'm listening to people's podcasts shit, and i'm just like what life are you living in you know why why are you lying <laughs> like why are you being willfully obtuse on this shit do you hate women that fucking much Cause you really gotta hate somebody to do this, and and it's funny because it sounds so white, you know. Cause I only really listen to black people on on a lot of shit, so you sound so white to me. Cause you sound like them when they talk about us when we're like, yo, this cop shot this dude. He didn't have a gun. Well, are you sure that's what happened? Well, I mean, he probably. I mean, he probably was threatening them or something. Well, there's a video of it. You know, he planted the gun. I just don't think they would do that well I mean but if they did it then just go to the police well the police are the people that killed them well you just reported and something will happen I'm telling you as a black person nothing ever happens when you report it I'm telling you they always get off yeah well you know I mean it's really your other people's fault for not reporting I'm saying I as a black person was pulled over by a police officer I knew it was for being black they said my headlight was out it wasn't out I got out my car and looked at it when I got home both my headlights were working i don't know why they profile me other than I'm black driving down the street well did you report it to the police and tell them that you think you got pulled over for being black no i went back to school and went to class the next day because i knew nothing was gonna happen well it's really like your fault for when they pulled over that other black person and shot them later on that's really kind of on you because you didn't say anything when they pulled you over for no reason that's really what we are saying to women and what we'll keep going back to is everybody but the motherfucker who did the crime. It's everybody. In that case, it can't be the cops fault. It's, I mean, all these black people, there are, what about black on black crime? What about, like, it's everything, but the perpetrator is disgusting. People that protect the perpetrator. I don't mean victims who are silenced by the perpetrator. People who actively protect this motherfucker. I'm talking contacts in the media that, 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 that torpedo articles so that you, you won't write about it. You won't hear about it. I'm talking about the fact that his company, I, let me read this article next. Um, his company actually had built into his contract that he, um, could have, uh, he could be accused of sexual assault, but as long as a payment was made, he wouldn't be fired. All right. Right um let me pull look this one up but yeah there's so many coming out but um yeah he 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 basically as long as he wasn't um as he could keep it hushed up because that's what those settlements mean right Mm -hmm. just keep it on the low and he was fine Um, don't
3: mean he didn't do it
1: right uh so yeah we talked about the the academy dropped them, even though they still got other motherfuckers in there that's just as bad um uh, let's see um yeah his contract allowed for sexual harassment it was built into his contract that's systemic that's systemic that means any woman coming forward was gonna end up paying a price because they they knew he was doing it and they were complicit in it that's why the whole fucking company has to go you know like there's three people left on the board because everybody resigned because they were complicit too
3: yeah and they was like well let me jump ship before this shit starts floating my way
1: there's no way you worked on that board and didn't fucking know it man it's impossible you had it in this fucking contract it's in the books somewhere there's a line item like pat to pay this actress a hundred thousand dollars you know like they just knew it was a fact of life at some point either you were silent about it and you knew or, or somehow you didn't know and you gotta speak out about it now you know what I mean but yeah you're jumping ship because it's it now it's time you know um but yeah he uh according to the contract if he treated someone improperly properly in violation of the company's code of conduct um he was he must reimburse twc For settlements or judgments. Additionally, you Weinstein will pay the company liquidated damages of two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for each such incident, five hundred thousand dollars for a second such incident, seven hundred fifty thousand dollars for a third such incident, and a million dollars for each additional incident. Good God! Uh, Keep in mind, he got this money. This ain't that ain't shit for him. He got the money. This is just supposed to be a deterrent. Why would you have to put that in somebody's contract, y'all? You think everybody got a contract like that? or you think they go hey man listen we gotta discourage this guy from just sexually assaulting these actresses how do we do it I guess find them not let's make them go to jail this means y'all knew it was happening y'all didn't go and now we're gonna go to the police what do y'all think they told these actresses when they went cause, cause it's not like nobody was telling people people are coming out left and right like yo so and so told me you think nobody at the board ever got told by actors, like hey well this shit was really inappropriate what do you think they were telling them? Shut the fuck up. Why you want to ruin this man's career? Well, how much money do you want? You know, well, you won't work again because you know Harvey's so powerful. We ain't going to be able to put you on no more projects if you te- go. That's what was happening.
3: Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, these are the ones that want the books. Guarantee you, a lot of them pay off books.
1: Right. And then look at this, though. How? Because then people go, well, what? why didn't some people just sacrifice their careers to the blow on this man? You don't know that they didn't.
3: We, we ain't you know heard how about you him.
1: right you wouldn't have heard about him that's how fucking powerful the dude was it was mm, shut this down no you know that's we the one woman that we know now that got it on tape is because the police conducted a fucking sting operation they don't do that for sexual harassment normally hey this dude grabbed my titties you willing to wear a wire that doesn't normally happen guys the fuck are people talking about um rose mcgowan claimed that he raped her and called out amazon amazon head jeff bezos because uh, apparently um jeff bezos uh she said i told the head of your studio that harvey weinstein raped me over and over i said it he said it didn't have it hadn't been proven i said i was the proof at jeff bezos had already sold a script i wrote to your studio it was in development when i heard weinstein bail out was in the work uh you uh number three i forcefully begged the studio head to do the right thing I was i was ignored the deal was done amazon won a dirty oscar uh jeff bezos i called my attorney and said i want to get my script back but before i could number two amazon studios um called to say my show was dead jeff bezos i'm calling on you to stop funding rapists alleged pedos and sexual harasses i love that amazon but there's a riot in hollywood uh five jeff will be the change you want to see in the world stand with the truth hashtag rose army hashtag amazon yeah other companies knew
3: about this shit yeah because somebody like this doing this everybody knows just about
1: also you know it's funny karen people keep going well why didn't he say nothing there are literally there's a woman who wrote a fucking book about it yes it is <laughs> there's a chapter of her book about him um there's Rose McGowan on twitter last year talking about a studio head did this to me blah 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 she didn't name the studio head but then we skip over the fact that this is litigious. So, if she would have said his name, she was gonna get sued.
3: Oh yeah, people like that sue you. You
1: know, like like it's funny. It's like people be like, "Why don't you just say something?" Because the, the kind of powerful person that is a sexual abuser, they don't make it easy for people to say something. They ain't gonna lie. They make it harder for you to say something. And 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 the society is not at the point where we have the backs of people who say stuff. Mm-mm. we don't then turn around and be like well you know what fuck him we're gonna make sure you do have a career no we go and eh, you remind me of rape when i look at you and i don't wanna i mean i'm glad you said something but i don't want to cheer my project
3: right because you make me feel bad and a lot of that is like you know white supremacy you make me feel bad instead of me addressing the white supremacy you got to go
1: right you know in a country that had fucking slavery people talking about how we would have the backs of these women if they would just be brave. Shut the fuck up. Mm -mm.
3: Mm -mm. You wouldn't do
1: a goddamn thing. You wouldn't do a goddamn thing. The country is going to hell in a handbasket now with some of these laws and regulations. And I don't see people stepping up the way that they said they were going to. Well, you know, Trump gets elected. The good thing is people will will stand up to him. uh, Will they? I'm looking around. Will they? (laughs) They're going to be in the streets. Uh, on certain days, you know <laughs> occasionally but but would they be in the voting booths would they be running for office? oh no oh that's that sounds like too much work gotcha um but yeah uh let me see what else he got Um, uh, uh i think we we went down the list of the women that accused them but now it's up to 17 uh, ashley Judge, uh ashley Judge on the list um um uh, so many people oh no i actually do want to go through this I, I was thinking about skipping through it but i actually want to go through this because okay so the next thing that that's happening is you're getting a lot of people saying well why would you go to his hotel room and there's some answers to that and they're typically in the articles so what i'm noticing is that either a people aren't reading the fucking article all right uh which is totally possible or um they're just so trained to hate women they just immediately jump to excuses regardless of what's in the article if you read the fucking article the reason they're in his hotel room or being attacked by him in situations they're all in the fucking articles these women aren't fucking idiots you know and let's be honest if they went there to fuck this dude we wouldn't be hearing about the story they just fuck him right what are you talking about well listen don't you know what it is no they obviously fucking don't he's doing it under false pretenses if it was so overtly obvious that women in this industry are fucking rich men so they can get on that's the whole point if that's what it was it was an open just like that's what hey you see a starlet that means she fucking somebody that's a famous rich white man that's a power broker in this in this industry if that was the case you wouldn't have this scandal Mm -mm. because you just go fuck them think about it stupid it's so it's it's just so funny it's like well obviously this is how the industry works well it doesn't because it seems like it's a lot a lot of issues with this guy if it's if that's just how things are if that's how everybody does um not to mention like the people i know that are actresses that are in this industry that are in entertainment they talked about these meetings and they're like it's common they're like yo a meeting in a hotel room is not what the fuck y'all think like you might think of it as i walk into a holiday inn and it's two beds and i sit down on the bed and talk to no i'm walking it's a rich motherfucker probably in a suite in a hotel that he conducts business out of
3: right has a big ass table in the middle of a room right
1: i walk in there there's like multi, there's multimedia equipment in there there's sometimes there's staff in there right like this is not like you never normally normally if it's done right you're never in there with that person alone you
3: have somebody else let me tell and they've been doing this for fucking 12 15 hours hello you're like you're the one that they're going to do the next 10 minutes and doing uh, you're going to get a knock and it's going to be somebody else behind you auditioning for the same position right
1: people have been doing auditions and reads and shit in this dude's movies
0: right
1: it's not uncommon so that's Mm -hmm. one part of it is people trying to conceive of it with their little like regular ass job that they don't have to do this at right it's not like your manager at holiday i mean your manager at uh Whole Foods said, Come to my hotel for an audition, you'd be like, Why the fuck would I need to do that to work at Whole Foods? Right. There like this is a common thing that they do. Your casting agent might just hit you up, like, hey guy, I mean your your agent. Hey, go to this address. It's yeah, this is a very uh this dude he uh owns Miramax. Uh he wants you to audition for this partner's role. This movie's gonna be a big movie. You get up there and it's like, uh, why this nigga ain't got no clothes on?
3: And why it's just him? And where's the staff? And where's the crew? And where's the camera? You know, because this industry and the music industry is very non-traditional ways of doing things. It's not your normal corporate america because yeah in corporate america you better not call me talking about we better we better be in a fucking office space
1: oh my bad i didn't mean to disable chat in the chat room i just re-enabled it. it's my fault guys oh
3: no problem but yeah it, they're very non-traditional and like you say listening and and, and, and viewing other, But other people who by saying who been working in the industry for years and decades they say it's not common to do so,
1: this so like this so okay one i mean
3: it is common i'm sorry
1: yeah yeah one all these attacks didn't happen in hotel room no they didn't so i need y'all to like i said read the fucking articles i hate that i have to read this shit to be honest because it's disgusting but i'd rather know than to do these half-ass fucking shows and half hot takes that people have out here because they're fucking uneducated and they just lead first with i hate women and i'll make up everything from that point on well number one some of these attacks happen in his fucking office shit like that the basement of studios so it wasn't just his, why did you go to meet with him in a hotel room? That's number one. Number two, there were a lot of honeypots, which is, uh, they trick you. Hey, there's a party in Harvey Weinstein's suite. Go there. It's going to be, and it's not a party. So, so, so either he lied to somebody's agent or broker or they're, or they're in on it. You know, Cosby was funneled through modeling agencies. There are people who are complicit here. You know, it would cause me uh uh everybody's fave uh Hugh Hefner was providing him Quaaludes. Like this this is a funneling it's a machine. You know what I mean to make this happen. Like people aren't wa- people aren't walking in with the assumption of I got to fuck this nigga. Like I said, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have these stories. One woman, he went to her apartment. She had to lie and say her boyfriend was on the way. She didn't have a boyfriend. She's like, yeah, my new boyfriend is on his way here. She had called a friend earlier to say, can you come over and pretend to be my boyfriend? It's 3 in the fucking morning, and Harvey Weinstein wants to come over to my fucking apartment to discuss marketing, in quotes. You know? Like, that's that's the shit that's going on, and people aren't just being obtuse. Like, no, they just, it's just, they must regret fucking him or something. He's lunging on women. What are you talking about? Overpowering women, all right? Like no. Um, all right, let me go to the next session. Let me go to the next session because um, we have more to say about this. Be right back, everybody in the mm-hmm. chat room. But yeah, I, you know, I'm seeing people say stuff, and I'm like, did you just read the headline? You know, and because what they do is, um, and this is this is very common. They disguise their skepticism as just questions you know like they don't come out and say um i don't believe these women or or um these women are lying like they won't come out and just say that what they'll do instead is they'll disguise it as questions like well why do you even go to someone's hotel room i don't know read the article because the article tells you why you would go to someone's hotel room literally the women are telling you in their account like this yo they told me this party was happening in his room and that it was gonna be a lot of industry folks there i get there and, and it's, it's him, me and him and he ain't got no fucking clothes on in the robe talking about give me a massage and if you don't do this we won't be friends and i can ruin your career and if you tell anybody that i attempted this shit i will also ruin your career and some of these women had their careers horribly offset where you had that what happened to her apparently she wouldn't fuck Harvey Weinstein and then. Weinstein when she told people about it he ruined her career like he told him he was he was gonna like he told her he was gonna do
3: oh she didn't end up not getting the part
1: that's what i'm saying yeah yeah um but yeah i I, i'm going through these because i feel like it's important i i don't not this is not me i'm not reveling in details i hate that this makes people feel uncomfortable but honestly somebody need to fucking be talking about this shit on an individual basis because it if you don't see the patterns you start to fall for these dumbass questions i saw sonny anderson uh who apparently is uh i don't know some some woman that was on a one of these cooking shows she was on twitter talking about i got sexually harassed and i reported it and any woman that reported it after me wasn't brave i don't respect them uh like i only respect myself for being the first it's easy for everybody else then she then she put why is everybody out here uh going to these hotel rooms and shit like that And it's like one you're a person that was abused, and now you're blaming other people that were abused, which is a common cycle a lot of times. I feel bad for those people, but ultimately you are helping the cycle by giving cover to these abusers. Two, you start blaming other women, you know, and there were several women that pulled the Blossom wrote this uh the woman that played Blossom. Mm-hmm. She wrote this long ass thing in the New York Times that essentially said, "Don't dress provocatively." and uh don't don't get surgery and makeup and shit blaming these women like the reason it didn't happen to me is because i'm not a perfect 10 so i didn't get raped because i'm such a better feminist and it's like nigga you're what are you talking about you're just as much the fucking problem you know then she tried to add my words are taken out of context No, no no peep, peep. that's what you said boo
3: people kill me with you said something People take exactly what you say. They don't twist it. They don't right. change it. It wasn't a tweet. They're it twitched. was a New York
1: Times op-ed. Everybody right. read it. They replay it if it's a
3: video, and all of a sudden, you were taking it. Co- no, you said what you said. Like, come on now. Let's not back down. And Sonny Anderson, I'm kind of hurt by that because she's one of my favorite, not trying to find one of my favorite chefs on uh, the network because she's one, not trying to funny, one of the few black women on the main Food Network show. Right
1: um well she's fucking it up
3: right maybe not no more
1: right um it's 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 sad man um yeah she has said let me see um um in the workplace i'm gonna need people to realize this stuff affects other you need you want to be weak do it in your personal time not even then Um, um why is
3: that considered weak
1: right right like it's on the onus of the victims to the, the, the somehow make the abuse go away um she's you know she's blame uh she's blaming the women that took payments too
3: right because and and that kills me too why do people act like a financial exchange
1: absolves you from guilt companies do this bullshit that's why they pay you out by the way because they know it's they are admitting guilt it's obvious we all they go the settlement doesn't admit guilt everyone in the world goes oh so you did it and then we go weak bitch you took the money that's why they do it so we can all turn on the woman like see she's just a gold digger she got the money she wanted and motherfuckers and it works i can't it's just i can't believe it works when it's so fucking obviously a ploy to do these things it's right. sad and to see people do it
3: and it's very frustrating to me because like you say people can see it when black people die and people take like these you know these
1: settlements is kind right. of scheduled we in we don't never go to mere Rice's family i mean really be strong why are you gonna be weak and take the money go to court fight file criminal charges well we're never gonna get justice in the criminal system i well yeah now you're being weak and when they kill another black person that's your fault
3: right and it's also one of those things too to where they would rather have their family member back don't you think these women would rather have not been sexually assaulted versus their money
1: right um all right so uh yes her tweets were uh when i reported my first radio boss for sexual harassment i felt brave the 4 coworkers that came out after me were not brave at all in fact i blamed them and still do not do for not being brave and reporting him before he had a chance to make one more victim so all these women came out of the woodwork. Ask yourself, were they complicit in their silence? Complicit when taking payoffs? People out here are just using the word brave like they know what it is. I refuse to call third, fourth, fifth, or tenth person to come out and say me too brave. We can call them late though, or I can they can they know they are crazy, but can't help it. Trolls do going to do troll stuff. I guess you talking and, to someone else. And
3: and the thing is this. And this is what kills me about people you chose to come out okay and other people said well you took the first step i'm gonna take a step too a lot of times that's to let people know that it's actually bigger than what they think it is guess what they ain't have to say shit they could have let you went out there and been a fucking model on your own let's just keep that real
1: right and and then you would have lost your job and nothing would happen to your boss because it would be you against him and everybody would be like well she was dumb enough to report it let's fire her it's only because it got to five or six women that your ass, that your boss gets fired, and you don't.
3: Right, and the thing is, because the way, like you said, the way the system is designed, it doesn't benefit you to talk. It doesn't benefit you to open up your mouth. It doesn't benefit you to say shit. That the the it does not benefit the victim to come forward. Period. And yes, it is brave, and it's very insulting, and it's very uh 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 uh. How can I say this? It highly upsets me that you would have the nerve to say something like this, and you blaming other people that also were victimized and saying that it's their fault.
1: Also, I shouldn't be required to be brave, right? When I take a job, I would rather not be sexual assaulted a goddamn <laughs> rate, right? Like I, I'm I, okay. I'm an administrative assistant. I this bravery on the job description. Is that a thing I have to be now? I, now I'm thrust into the line of he. I'm, I gotta be a hero. It's like that thing I said. When uh, that trans person was, that trans girl was beat uh, at the high school last week. And I was like, I feel bad that you have to become a fucking activist to go to school. Like, that's a burden that is placed on somebody that was victimized. You know, like, it, it's unfair. I don't know what can be done about it, but it's unfair because no one else is going to step up and advocate. So it becomes about, well, now that you've been beat up, uh, you want to go speak to the whole school?
3: And you, and like
1: great, i guess i have to
3: everybody not built for that and everybody don't want that I,
1: right i'd be just as understanding though if she would have been like i actually just don't even want to go to the school anymore i won't
3: to live my life I,
1: I, like i just I, want to i'll go somewhere else then i, I do not like, know
3: being the victim signed automatically signed me up on the list for this
1: right um but yeah she um yeah it's just funny because then it becomes about blaming these women right and then it becomes about her personal issues and shit but yeah this is part of the process meanwhile read the articles you'll see why women weren't coming forward some of them actually did come forward they got shot down the 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 threats he promised were delivered and now we're and then what does that say to the next person well fuck i better not say nothing
3: yeah people have seen examples go down like everybody else in their job you've seen and it only has to be sexual assault you've seen when somebody may be complained about something racially you've seen when somebody may have complained about how they've been treated at a job everybody has seen this particularly in corporate america and guess what happened HR come next thing you know they clean their desk next thing you know they getting harassed next thing you know their bosses is scrutinizing them extra hard next thing you know they lost their job it's an example that everybody else don't fuck with us and everybody else keeps quiet
1: it's another thing to this too and i was thinking about this um afterwards right he has perfect cover because <clears throat> he is known as an asshole which is a gendered thing right if a woman acts like the way at a job we treat it as she's a bitch she needs to be fired she's hard impossible to work with men he's passionate we make tv shows about men like this dick. right we make tv shows about tony soprano Right. we make tv shows about don draper We make TV shows about men that, uh, behave as tyrants and we go, well, that's just what you need done. You know, you watch Entourage and half the fucking characters on there are just full, rich, white men acting a fucking fool about who can get a little bit more money than the next person. And we're still, and like, we're still going, well, that's funny. That's, that's normal. I like that guy. You know, yeah, he's a jit, he's a dick, but I'm rooting for him, right? We don't do that with women. Women are unlikable bitches when they do that shit. Um, so it was making me think how we've gendered this shit to be like, well, that's just Harvey's way. He's making money. So wait, you can't make money as Harvey Weinstein without threatening and intimidating your employees. You can't do that. Like you can't, like the movie won't get produced if you don't threaten somebody, if you don't physically put your hands on people and shit. Cause it's more than just his sexual proclivities that people are talking about like he's also just a dick to work with and i'm telling you that shit gives cover because when i say like oh i heard it's hard to work with harvey weinstein am i talking about the sexual assault or am i just talking about him being an asshole
3: sometimes when i say there's a
1: lot of rumors out there about harvey am i talking about sexual assault or am i talking about he's just a dick it gives cover and it's like if we didn't let the if if the world didn't let men act this way while calling them likable. It wouldn't it wouldn't have he would have been exposed so much earlier you're like well why are you being such a so aggressive about us not hiring this actress because we just look at it like what well, he's passionate about his work it gives cover some people in the, in the know might be like oh it's because he tried to fuck her and she wouldn't do it but there's gonna be a ton of people that don't know what the fuck happened they're just like oh he doesn't like ashley judd he don't want her in any of our projects i, I guess he doesn't like the way she acts or something you know harvey can't question him he'll get mad at you throw and, you out the room and keep it trucking right um, so yeah, I, and I'll get into some of those incidents too. Uh Jezebel had a list of uh a running list of the women that were accusing him. Like I said, Ashley Judd. Um he issued a invitation after invitation that for her to come to uh, I think it was breakfast. Yeah, breakfast meeting. Could he give her a massage? When she refused, he suggested a shoulder rub. She rejected that too. She recalled, he steered he steered her toward the closet, asked her to help pick out his clothing for the day, and then toward the bathroom. And asked, would she take, would she watch him take a shower? And she rem- that is what she remembered him saying. Uh, Lauren O'Connor, former employee, um, filed an internal memo about his behavior. Why didn't women step forward? When Mrs. O'Connor uh, had been writing about uh, uh, writing, written, writing only about a two year period, her memo echoed other women's complaints. Mr. Weinstein required her to have casting discussions with aspiring actresses after they had private appointments in his hotel room. She said her description matching those of other former employees. She suspected that she and other female Weinstein employees, she wrote, were being used to facilitate liaisons with vulnerable women who hope he will get, he, uh, he will get them work. So, one, Cause like I said, some of these people probably did fuck him, and I mean that in not the I'm blaming you way. In the rich, powerful man says this is what's gonna happen, Uh, or I'm gonna ruin your career. Not everybody's so strong and brave that they I'm gonna stand up for us. Some people are just gonna be like, this is e- this is easier than fucking being a waitress at, at at whatever the fuck, right? Um, And if that's what they choose to do with their lives and their careers and whatever if that's all it was there wouldn't even be a story no there wouldn't if this was all about just women consensually fucking this dude and him being and then walking out and being like i got a job literally there would be no story that's how you notice something's up with this dude because it's not about that because there were women that probably did fuck him that's not what he was into that's not enough for him um anyway uh but she, but yeah she wrote a fucking internal like hey guys this is a thing that he's doing and what happened guys nothing you know and not to mention in many cases i can i would bet money bet money he was like oh so-and-so's gonna be at the meeting with us and these women were like oh i'm going to the hotel then because the, the the casting agent's gonna be there no 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 after you fuck me then maybe you can talk to her if you if you fuck me if not i'm gonna ruin your career uh Emily Nestor, another former employee, said she dealt with sexual advances repeatedly. He asked to hold her hand, she said no, and it's a kind of exchange. Oh, the girls always say no, you know, no, no. And then they have a beer or two and then they're throwing themselves at me in a tone that Nestor described as weirdly proud. Wise added he never had to do anything like bill cosby she assumed that meant he had never drugged a woman it's just a bizarre thing to be so proud of she said that you've never had to resort to doing that it's just so far removed from reality and normal rules of consent um can we throw in there if this woman would have came forward uh how many years ago after obviously gonna get fired for saying this shit how many of y'all would have said he just asked to hold your hand he said he wasn't cosby what the fuck are you complaining about bitch this motherfucker just trying to work you, why you gonna ruin his career over something this small maybe he just smoked inappropriately damn i mean really something like that you're gonna lose your job you think they supposed to fire him it's his company why are we acting like that this world is just a, i believe you sister and we're gonna get rid of this powerful rich white man because he shouldn't be trying to hold your hand fuck out of here uh Via the New York Times, she also said uh, she had just worked one day as a temporary employee so the, to the same hotel and he made another offer. If she accepted the sexual advances, he'd boost her career. According to accounts she provided to colleagues who sent them to Weinstein Company executives the following year, once again at the peninsula, a female assistant said Mr. Weinstein badgered her into giving him a massage while he was naked, leaving her crying and very distraught, wrote a colleague Lauren O'Collin in the Syrian memo asserting sexual harassment and other misconduct by their boss there's a toxic environment for women at this company Ms. O'Connor said in a letter addressed to several executives at the company run by Mr. Weinstein Ms. Madden later told Karen Katz, this is uh, Lauren Madden she had to lock herself in the bathroom Um, yeah, she locked herself in the bathroom of his hotel room sobbing we were so young at the time, she says she's now a documentary filmmaker we did not understand how wrong it was or how Laura should deal with it that's another thing when you attack somebody that's fucking like 20 18 everybody don't know what the fuck to do and people don't know the laws there's a reason you go at somebody this way one it's not even just that they don't know the law right you don't like I'll give y'all an example um what would y'all do if y'all went to work tomorrow oh no 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 Let's just go back to when you were 18 20 or whatever um I no, I'll give a personal example what the fuck am I talking about I was, uh, I was 15 or 16. I was working at Wendy's one summer. It was right up the street from my, uh, from my neighborhood. And, um, I didn't have a license yet. Uh, I didn't have a car. Um, basically my parents would drop me off at of the Wendy's. They'd drive us up to like Huntersville to train at another Wendy's in a, in a van. They'd drive us up there together, all the kids. And then they drive, and it was to prepare for when the one up the street opened up. And then that's when I would start working there. Um, and so, these managers, uh, they're the ones who would drive us, and we had a manager named Scotty. Um, and Scotty was, uh, probably, probably 36, 35, something like that, I don't know. Uh, but probably in his thirties. And, you know, I'm 15. Most of the people coming up there are 15, 16, 18, like very young people. Um, and so, uh, w- they would also drive us home. they drop us off like it was almost a bus. And one time, I was getting dropped off, and I was like, i want to say i was the last person to get dropped off uh this night and you know it's dark and shit and uh i was in the back seat you know uh earlier you know like and and he's like why don't you come to the front i was like nah i'm good back here man it's like it's up here go to the right whatever and so um we get ready to get close to my house and he's like uh well you want me to uh 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 he's like you know you you're a big boy you have a um You know you uh like some stupid shit like you play sports or some shit i was like i play basketball a little bit but you know whatever and then he put his hand on my knee i'm in the back seat now think about how he had to reach across from the driver's seat to touch my leg and i'm like hey man what are you doing right i'm 15 right i'm 15 i'm like what are you doing man and uh he he he's like uh no i'm just saying you know i was like don't touch my leg man that's weird and um uh my house is like down the street to the left or whatever and i said hey man you can stop right here and let me out i walked the rest of the way he's like nah you don't gotta be like that i said nah nope. it has to be like that let me out he's like nah man it's cool i'm gonna drive i said just let me out of the car right now so he let me out the car and uh i walked home right uh i never had to ride with him again that was my last day of training my parents drove me back and forth to work after that i didn't quit the job um he never, like, he would flirt and say shit weird to, keep in mind, I'm 15, 16, he's 30-something. He'd say stuff to all the, like, younger male employees and shit. Um, and to which you just, you know, i will just be like, brush it off. You're yeah, at Wendy's. It's not really a real job. Like, what we don't have an HR department. I didn't know, like, I had no idea what I should have done, who I would have reported to. Right, you to.
3: probably do, but at the age, you're not aware of shit like that, He's also right? my
1: manager. Right. So, what am I going to tell my manager that you're harassing me? you know uh and it's a five dollar job I'm definitely gonna lose this job right um so i you know me personally i just granted barry i was like hey as long as he don't touch me i'm good right just don't fucking touch me or whatever and um he ended up fucking some young dude that worked there that was like assistant manager um but he was over 18 or whatever but Mm -hmm. he ended up i know they had like some kind of weird relationship and also this dude was kind of like uh like, he might have been bi or something, okay. or if he wasn't bi, he didn't have, like, the very, uh, um, flamboyant, I don't, you know, the, the, right. he didn't have a mannerism that made people think immediately, like, that's a gay dude, like, Correct. so, uh, and I know he flirted with some of the women employees right. and shit, too. Once again, a lot of underage people there. Um, so then, uh, my, this whole summer goes by, he doesn't do anything more inappropriate than that, than that touching my leg that day. And we uh you know, you go back to school, you know, you get you quit your summer job, everybody does that. So I had to go back and get my last check. To which they're like, Give us your uniform back. As if a nigga wanna keep a Wendy's uniform. You know, what am I gonna use it for? Anyway. For right. uh <laughs> a costume party. Uh so I bring my uniform back and I'm coming to get my check and they're like, Oh yeah, um, uh Scotty's not here anymore or whatever. And I was like, Oh, for real? They got like what well, he quit or something. They was like, Nah, he got fired and I was like, Oh, what happened was like well um the thing he was accused of basically trying to fuck one of the other boys that were there uh I think his name was like Chris or something he was a little bit older than me but still in school and he like bought wine coolers took him to a hotel room holy
3: shit right
1: and, the, and apparently uh Chris jumped out of the window of like a second story of some hotel to get away with him and I and reported him and now that shit honestly got until that moment it never even clicked with me like oh he's probably been inappropriate with other people you know what i mean like this is probably his thing like he propositioned me and i was and probably because i was a quote-unquote big boy he was like i ain't really want these problems right and left me alone but i didn't know how he was towards other people i know i wasn't the only person to ever get a ride home and Mm -hmm. all that type of shit um so you
3: probably taking him home and he y'all in the hotel room
1: Right. So, and, and I'm, like I said, I, at that time, I'm 15, 16 maybe. I don't have all the inner workings of how things should go. I watched the same sexual harassment video everybody else was required to watch. Come on. I knew that was wrong. I don't know, I don't even know who you tell that it's wrong.
3: Not at that age, no.
1: Right. And he's just a manager. It's, this is essentially, I was at Wendy's, this is essentially if Dave Would a Dave from Wendy's? God rest his soul. That is essentially if Dave from Wendy's would have put his hand on my leg and been like, "Give me a massage." That's essentially the difference. Right. That's how the fuck does anyone know at eighteen, at twenty, at (laughs) twenty-two in an unregulated industry? You don't have health insurance. You don't do forty hours a week work. Mm -hmm. You don't have an HR department. Actors are for the most part are freelance workers. Right. Like. If you work on this film, unless we sign you to a contract where you work several films for us, you're working a film at a time. What HR department? Well, tell your agent, and then the most powerful dude in the company goes, fuck you, fuck your agency, you're never working in Hollywood again, fuck this bitch, get rid of her, don't let, uh, if she writes, if she tells anybody, I'll destroy her, we're suing you, that's what happens. So it's just interesting to watch people try to flip this shit into some, oh yeah, these women, they're so, they're just cowards. They just, no, he's a picking women that are at their most vulnerable moments to to, to do this shit to on purpose because they're the most easiest ones to silence and the hardest to believe.
3: Come
1: on. Um, Rose McGowan, of course, got that $100,000 st- settlement, not to be construed as an admission by Mr. Weinstein, but intended to avoid litigation and buy peace. And of course, She's now saying he absolutely raped her. Zelda Perkins. Zelda Perkins, a former assistant, says um, she confronted him about his conduct in 1998. According to former colleagues, she and several coworkers have been regularly subjected to inappropriate requests or comments in hotel rooms. As she was particularly concerned about the treatment of another woman in the office, she told Mr. Weinstein he had to stop. According to former colleagues, that she would go public or initiate legal uh, actions unless he changes behavior. 1998 uh lucia stola who now goes by lucia evans said he forced her to perform he forced her to perform oral sex during an office meeting office what this ain't a hotel office at that point after that is when he assaulted me forced me to perform oral sex on him and she objected Washington took his penis out of his pants and t- pulled her head down onto it i said over and over i don't want to do this stop don't i tried to get away but maybe i didn't try hard enough i didn't want to kick him or fight him in the end he's a big guy he overpowered me
3: right and fuck her up i don't know why people act like you fight all of a sudden you won't get fucked up
1: right i also noticed in uh, a certain thing he's mu- he seems to be more aggressive with women that aren't from the united states too just looking at this pattern uh, act, uh actress asia argento said he caused her into oral sex in his hotel room she said that after he she reluctantly agreed to give him a massage he pulled her skirt up forced her legs apart performed oral sex on her and she repeatedly told him to stop she said he terrified me he was so big it wouldn't stop it was a nightmare at some point she stopped saying no and then feigned enjoyment because she thought it was the only way it would end i I was not willing she said i I said no 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 it's twisted a big fat man wanting to eat you it's a scary fairy tale a gentle who insisted that she wanted to tell a story in all its complexity said she didn't physically fight him off something that has prompted years of guilt
3: right and that's the thing <laughs> and that's the shit that killed me is that people act like well because you didn't put up this fucking big fight and y'all didn't break dishes and 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 nobody fucked up that you were in cahoots to have this to happen that's not always so
1: right um uh mira Savino called him showing up to her apartment uh he started massaging my shoulders which may be very important uh uncomfortable and they tried to get more physical sort of chasing me around chasing her around y'all she think for this he just look he just thinks these actors want to fuck him for these parts he's chasing them around what part of that feel like yeah this is just part of the process she scrambled for ways of watermoth telling him it was against her religion to date married men at the time he was married to eve shilton a former assistant then she left the room uh model amber bat uh, gutierrez uh, gutierrez reported her assault and then worked with the police we, we covered that story um french actress emma de Cons said he emerged from a shower naked erect and instructed her to lie on the bed i was very petrified but i didn't want to show him that i was petrified because i could feel that the more i was freaking out the more he was excited it was like a hunter with a wild animal the fear turns him on uh she pet she said she uh she was leaving in panic we haven't done anything she remembered him saying it's like being in a walt disney movie what does that mean we haven't done anything mm-hmm. Uh, actress Rosanna by the way that's assault just that by itself is considered assault legally And we haven't done anything I don't know why you acting like oh actress Rosanna Arquette said he exposed himself to her in this hotel room she recalled that while she was arriving at at the room he opened the door wearing a white bathrobe said that his neck was sore he needed a massage she told him that she could recommend a good masseuse then he grabbed my hand she said he put it on his neck then he when she yanked away her hand away he grabbed it again and pulled it towards his penis which was visible and erect. my heart was really racing it was a fight or flight moment she said i she told Weinstein, i will never do that after actress jessica bart what what what's supposed to happen after that You know what I mean? Like and now we just sat down and had a good marketing meeting. (laughs) Actress Jessica Barr said Weinstein made suggestive advances in the hotel room. Um he alternated between offering the castor in a film and demanding a naked massage in the bed so what would happen if say we were having some champagne i took my clothes off and you gave me a massage she would call him asking and i'm like that's not going to happen when she moved toward the door to leave he lashed out saying that she needed to lose weight to compete with mila kunis and then appeared in an effort to mollify her promising a meeting with one of his female executives he was and we heard that clip he said he's one of those people that says anything Oh, you don't want to be my friend? Yeah, yeah. yeah this is a mistake. This is a, listen, not, come on, most you're embarrassing me. No,
3: so he got the lines
1: right, right. And but it's like, like I said, it's Pepe Le Pew. It's not some, like he's 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 a he becomes like a rabid dog. It's not some, you know, measured out like well listen if you don't want to do this stop, listen. come on no you're embarrassing come on, no no i won't take no answer. come in here no you got to do this you let me won't take yeah, no listen it's different to it's i'm not a, i'm a nice guy i'm a nice. i want to be a friend okay you don't want me to be an enemy listen i can ruin your career i have a meeting set up for you like he's saying this shit rapid fire at you overwhelming you, it's like i gotta get the fuck out of here you know uh tv reporter lauren Siving recalled him masturbating in front of her uh that's when he cornered me in his vegetable leaned in and tried to kiss me i immediately rebuffed i said whoa 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 i had no idea what this was i'm sorry i have a very serious boyfriend i'm not interested i thought it would end there instead she said he refused to let her leave then he blocked the entrance. he said just stand there and be quiet i stood that dumbfounded he exposed himself and began masturbating uh actress ramala girai said he came to the hotel room door in his robe keep in mind half of these y'all wouldn't have even most people in this society would not have even remotely felt like well now he needs to be fired half of these at least what, what he asked for a massage i mean damn bitch what <laughs> he's supposed to lose his company over that
3: does your boss ask you for a massage
1: right they immediately would have jumped to that it's I nothing mean, happened you
3: better go over there and, and, and pay a, a massage envy for that problem dog
1: right well like i said when i was in that uh van and that dude grabbed my leg i thought to myself who the fuck is gonna he grabbed my leg and i and i said let me out and he let me out well i mean why would he need to be fired for that he didn't do anything you know uh that i get i'm 15 and he's 30 i never thought literally until that that story about the dude in the hotel i was like oh shit yeah he's probably that's probably the least of things he's done louise god uh god uh, who runs a non-profit echo parenting and education wrote about an encounter involving a massage request. The details of what I learned was not unique to me out there now. The office tour that became an occasion to trap me in an empty meeting room begging for a massage, an office tour, y'all, at an office once again. His hand on my shoulders, I attended to beat a beta retreat all while not wanting to alienate the most powerful man in Hollywood. Yep. And she runs a, she runs a non she's not even an actress. So what are y'all, what's y'all excuse now? She just wants them parts. I mean, it's, it's really other women's fault for fucking them. Gwyneth Paltrow said Weinstein sexually harassed her when she was twenty-two years old filming Emma. Uh he summoned her to a suite in, in uh peninsula, uh Beverly Hills Hotel to, for a work meeting that began uneventfully. It ended with him placing his hands on her and suggesting they head to the bedroom for massages. I was a kid, I was signed up, I was petrified. Um uh, she said in an interview publicly disclosed she was sexually harassed by the man who ignited her career and later helped her win an academy award that's the other thing if you were quiet for some of these women he helped your career out so now you got so now you got the you got the catch 22 of the women that said something end up getting fucking destroyed you
3: never hear about them
1: right the women who don't say something he can now hide behind well I made you, I, I mean I made you who you are I helped you get this film. I mean, it was just a misunderstanding. I mean, what was I mean? Look, it's not like I did anything, you know. And honestly, Gwyneth Paltrow just had a it. it Looking at at what she went through, it was just a creepy moment. Oh, he tried to fuck me, and then I left. He didn't pull his dick out, slam me on the bed, or anything. I can see why a twenty-two year old Gwyneth Paltrow is like, yeah, I I just thought that was inappropriate, but then I continued to to work, and now I'm fucking Gwyneth Paltrow, and I'm fine with it. Yeah, and then you find out, uh, and then he also beat or raped women or whatever the fuck. And then it's like, oh yeah, well, okay, in this pattern, that's way more fucked up, but I didn't know. Mm-mm. Angelina Jolie recalled why I see making sexual advances in a hotel room. Had a bad experience with him in my youth as a result, chose to never work with him again and warn others when they did. This behavior towards women in any field, any country is unacceptable, she said in the email. Uh, Catherine Kendall said he chased her around a hotel room. She said she was nervous, but it was daytime daytime while once again why would you go to his hotel room it's daytime it's a business meeting i thought i'd be fine didn't know this nigga's gonna be walking around chasing me she relaxed when she saw pictures of his wife on the wall he's keeping it professional he makes me a drink talks about movies and art and books for about an hour i thought he's taking me seriously he went to the bathroom came back in a robe asked her to give him a massage everybody does it he says uh and mentioned a famous model's name she refused she left the room and returned nude. And he and he left the room then he returned nude tommy ann roberts a then aspiring actress what happened to her hmm. said weinstein tried to get her to take her top off in front of him when she arrived he was she was nude in a bathtub he told her that she would give a much better audition if she were comfortable getting naked in front of him too because the character she played would have a topless scene if she could not bear a breast in private, she would not be able to do it on the film. She recalled him saying, uh, Judith Godreach, uh, said he requested a massage in the hotel room upstairs. He asked her to give her a massage. That's another thing. These, some of these meetings, they occur like not in the hotel room at first. So it's not even like, and now let's come to the hotel. Cause I'm gonna be fucking you. It's like, come to the hotel. We're gonna have a business meeting. And then it just so happens like, Oh yeah. And then, you know, just come to the, to the room. Oh, i don't have no clothes on and i need a massage the fuck this got to do with what we were talking about right um she said no he argued that casual massages were an american custom like i said he like picking on women that's not from here he gave uh he gave them to his secretary all the time the next thing i know he's pressing up against me pulling off my sweater she pulled away and left the suite the suite not the hotel room the suite there's a difference yeah it is costume designer don dunning said weinstein coursed her in his hotel room while wearing a bathrobe then his assistant invited her to a meal with mr weinstein in the hotel room is dunning uh headed to the restaurant where she was told that he earlier that earlier meeting was running late so she should head up to his suite so he got her there in the false pretenses again there's no meeting he was in the bathrobe behind a coffee table covered with papers um She told he told her that there were contracts for his next three films, according to Miss Dunning, but she would only sign them if she would have three-way sex with him. Heather Gray recalled Weinstein making a sexually suggestive comment that made her uncomfortable. uh he said i want to put you in one of my movies he said and offered to let her choose which one she liked best later in the conversation he mentioned that he had an agreement with his wife he could sleep with whoever he wanted when she when he was out of town i walked out the meeting feeling uneasy there was no explicit mention that to star in his films i had to sleep with him but the subtext is was there uh cara de told us about the threesome where she started singing to get out the room um at which i mean i think she was also i mean she's still young mm-hmm. so she was like 20 or something like that Uh, Actress Lee Sado said he tried to kiss her in a hotel room, and she had to fight him off. He tried more than once. Very domineering, losing control. I pushed him physically. I think he respected me because I resisted him. Yeah, respect. Okay. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, oh, you know what? Now I really see you as a human being.
3: Ain't no respect. Right. You're not an easy target. But
1: it's also that thing too where you want to shame the women that gave in or didn't fight it or were sexually assaulted like well he doesn't respect you uh, because you don't respect yourself you didn't fight him like I fought him but now I have his respect and you're just a whore you know Kate Beckinsdale and Wise said Wyssey offered her alcohol in his hotel room when she was 17 and she repeatedly declined in sexual advances over the years right
3: over the years
1: yep 17 uh actress claire fulani said he suggested a massage in his hotel room that she escaped him that's five his, times
3: good god but that's his go-to ain't it
1: yeah yeah call you that for a business meeting halfway through hey uh i'm, I'm gonna need a massage and that's when you know the bullshit is and the jig is up like i gotta get the fuck out of here all our members that I ducked and dived and ultimately got out of there without getting slobbered over well just a bit yes massage was suggested the three dinners with Harvey I don't really remember the time period I was 25 I remember him telling me all the actresses who had slept with him and what he had done for them keep in mind the women that he's talking about slept with it makes you wonder under what circumstances was that sex cause in his mind he considers all this shit like just part of the business it's all consensual to me Um, French actress Florence Durrell said he propositioned her in a hotel room while his wife was next door things quickly took a turn uh, according to Durrell after yelling there was no jacuzzi in his room. Darrell claimed Weinstein began to make moves on her, seemingly unbothered by the fact that his wife was next door. He started to tell me he found me very attractive, wanted to have relations with me. I told him I was very in love with my companion. He replied that didn't bother him at all and offered uh, to have me be his mistress a few days a year. That way we could continue to work together. Basically, it was, if you want to work in America, you have to go through me. Tara Subkoff recalled him pulling her onto his lap while erect at a party. Actress Sarah Ann Mass said he conducted an interview and hugged her while he was in his underwear. Mika Kelly said he propositioned her with promises of a lavish gift if she would be his girlfriend. Keep in mind he was married. Right. We could keep this. She said, if I would be his girlfriend or we could keep this professional. All I knew was not to offend this very powerful man and to get out of the situation as quickly as possible. Actress Angie Everhart said he masturbated in front of her to completion. To completion. Right. Um, he's standing above my bed that alone is frightening all of a sudden he takes his pants down starts doing his stuff he's blocking the door I can't get out I don't know how to say this on the radio but he finishes on the carpet on the floor Eva Green says she had to push him off I wish to address comments made by my mother in a recent interview regarding Harvey Weinstein I met him for a business meeting in Paris where he behaved inappropriately I had to push him off I got away without it going further but the experience left me shocked and disgusted I, I love this idea that if she would have came out, would, I had to push Harvey Weinstein off. <gasps> we have to find this man and arrest him. No, y'all wouldn't. Y'all wouldn't. I just hate the lies, man. Um, Friday the 13th, uh, Green's mother, Marlene Jobert said in a radio interview that Weinstein threatened to destroy her personally. Hmm. He operated the exact same way he acted with all the others under the pretext of professional meaning of a script that had to get to her uh, with a nice part in the, in the the to the bargain. Since his office was also his hotel suite, his office is also his hotel suite. Why would you go to his hotel? His office is also his hotel suite. Eva followed him, and exact same thing happened to her as the others. She managed to escape, but he threatened to destroy her professionally um yeah man i like i said i i'm at a loss for the stupidity i see people just espousing about this shit uh there's some other stories uh a talent manager sent him a trough of diet pepsi as a joke to be like lose some weight because he kept trying to tell her to uh leave the room so he could be alone with her client and she wouldn't leave because she knew this motherfucker was gonna try something right so uh yeah she said he took it as a compliment Uh, but she sent him like a pig trough cause she was like, you fat pig, and all this shit. Um, uh, they knew about the payouts this company did. Um, let's see what else we got. Uh, try to wrap up. Oh, yeah, there's also a record of him doing outlandish shit that didn't have anything to do with sexual assault. So, like I said, he can hide behind, I'm just an outlandish, passionate guy. Like, Why would y'all, uh, you know, what's wrong with me? Why, you know, why, uh, well, how would I know it was sexual assault? I just heard he was just a dick. Uh, they say he was like eating M&M's off the floor. He cussed people out all the time. One time he put his hands on somebody, like jacked them up. Like, um, yeah, it was ridiculous. Maybe we'll do that one tomorrow or something. Uh, all right. We got to start getting out. Uh, Amazon TV producer goes public with harassment claim playing against top executive roy price so more people coming out more i mean you knew it wasn't just him Mm-mm. like there's no way it was just harvey weinstein yeah that's why they wanted to find him and get him out
3: the door right guess what he violated the contract he paid not this last one
1: yeah uh blossom i guess her real name is miam Yeah. uh she stirs controversy with sexual harassment and feminism op-ed yeah The whole, I don't wear, I don't wear them little dresses and I ain't getting no surgery. And y'all should have made that choice too. As a proud feminist with little desire to diet, get plastic surgery, or hire a personal trainer, I have almost no personal experience with men asking me for meetings in their hotel rooms. Those of us in Hollywood who don't represent an impossible standard of beauty have the luxury of being overlooked and in many cases ignored by men in power unless we can make them money. And
3: that's not always, that's not
0: true.
1: First of all, she's being ridiculous like uh this idea that um well it's it's about finding women attractive that's why they do it New. it's about power right you know um for for one but number two i mean i is is she asking for compliments am I supposed to be like girl, you're not ugly what are you what are you doing there's nothing wrong with you blossom but it immediately puts other women in this uh, category of courting the uh harassment that they received you know so that's the part that just being ridiculous um oh uh harvey's brother bob lashes out he's still he's like i'm not stepping down from the company why are we not ch- you know we might have to change the name but we coming back and he's gonna get out of here and i'm tired of him blah blah, blah. his brother one of the accusers of harvey weinstein was his brother's girlfriend at the time that she accused him his brother smeared her. Sided with his bro- sided with Harvey. Get the- both of y'all gotta go. Yes, sir. You had it in his contract. They don't work together. Apparently, he lives on one coast; the other dude lives on like they have a feud or some shit. His That's brother. Relevant. You signed. You knew about the contract that had sexual harassment in it. What are you he's talking about, boy,
3: doll? You wrote the shit up.
1: What are you talking about? Yeah, man, it's he's disgusting. We he gotta go. But I mean, as long as I can keep the company and, uh, you know, figure this out. Mm-hmm. Um, Natalie Mendoza is a Australian actress. She claimed that he, uh, he, uh, I told him I'd punch him if he didn't take his hands off of me after Harvey groped her. During a script meeting around the time she filmed the great raid, she had to threaten to punch him. Script meeting. People acting like these meetings are even set up to be like, come to my room and fuck all these meetings are some type of business meeting that got turned into some something else Mm (sighs)
3: he's not the
1: only one doing this all right man um i think that's it for more the harvey wine scene part two and i didn't get no wine this time right
3: you made me want to go grab open the
1: wine fuck this dude man i i you know what i i feel an obligation to cover this shit Mm -hmm. specifically because you know i remember us covering nate parker i remember us covering um bill cosby all this shit i don't like i know other people will cover this in a way where it's not detailed i know they're gonna sit up here not read the stories they're gonna speculate they're gonna say a bunch of shit that is anti uh that is that is victim blaming and they're gonna just hide it behind the fact that like i didn't look it up but here's my hot take on why women are responsible for this dude being a predator and i get so livid when i hear that shit i don't want to have a podcast that is like that this episode today might not have been the fucking funniest episode but it's fucking important and it's needed we have to have people that are willing to detail this shit if you're going to talk about this shit don't do it haphazardly don't just do this shit um without the details of it so that you can find some kind of way to say it's women's fault for going to this hotel room and shit find out the details these women aren't stupid
3: no, no they're human
1: no. beings they like these are people who are these niggers are people okay they, but they're yeah! people they're people who are out there being like listen um these women just go there to fuck them and you read account after account after account oh clearly they did not do that now some women may have fucked them i don't know i know there's one woman i didn't get to her story but she was sexually assaulted by him and kind of tried to reclaim the power by being like, well, now it's more like a relationship. A lot of women do and that. And I was his mistress for a few years, and he helped me get parts. And then later I looked back and realize I was foolish because I let him, What I let him, but I, he assaulted me. And then I actually kind of kept it continuing in the power dynamic of this relationship. It was never about.
3: Because I still wanted quote-unquote power. Right. right. It It was
1: about the fact that I didn't want him to destroy me and i thought i could reframe it as well he's not my abuser he's so almost like my boyfriend or something
3: mm-hmm. they wrote so popular some stories based off around stuff like that woman get raped and all of a sudden they're in a relationship and everybody think it's cute
1: yeah so you know we'll get back to some funny shit tomorrow hopefully man um but yeah this it, it, it shit it, it it's so serious and i mm-hmm. i need people to stop being flippant i need people to stop being ignorant i need people to actually go le- re-educate themselves all these women also tell you why they didn't come forward how they came forward and were shot down the people that paid the consequences for this this doesn't happen in a vacuum Mm -mm. stop saying stupid shit if i could just get people to stop saying stupid shit and read this stuff because that's all i'm doing it's not like i'm coming up with these harebrained conspiracy. i'm just reading what oh okay well yeah i wouldn't come forward too if the nigga was talking about i'm gonna destroy your career he just destroyed somebody else's career you know like i said it's like if dave put his hand on my leg in that van nigga the fuck am i supposed to do ah. i know this ain't taking down the company i gotta figure out another way to make a living get out of my own. anyway all right guys um can't get out of here we're talking about without talking about sword ratchetness, though guys okay all right we gotta as much of a scourge as harvey is there's another real scourge we deal with every day in america and the world
3: yeah they need to be these, these sword, swords need to be taken down
1: unregulated sword ratchetness okay guys Sorry. i
3: am not here for it
1: mm-hmm. the longest sound effect in the world
3: Elvo, one day i hope he gonna make it but he always
1: a man was left with permanent disabilities y'all oh shit Mm-hmm. permanent disabilities after being attacked by brothel owners in dubai three men led an assault on visitors to a brothel they ran leaving their victims with permanent disabilities the three from Vietnam were among more than ten men who set upon an Emirati off-duty police officer, 29, and the Indian friend, 25, with knives and swords. Dubai criminal court heard the attack happen with the pair when the pair realized the massage father they visited was a brothel. So the cop came in and they went, I guess they went to get a massage. They realized it was prostitution. They're like, oh, we got to do something. And the, the people that, that ran the brothel was like, mm
3: mm. This is what you ain't going to do. You ain't taking our business away. Uh.
1: So, yeah, they said they narrowly survived the assault they decided to confront the men who ran the premises i spoke to one of the defendants and told him that this business was illegal and that i would contact the police to send a patrol at that point he ran towards the balcony and jumped out the other two men also ran away so the emirati and indian man walked out of the building but as they reached to the for their mobile call uh mobile phone to call the police they were met by a gang of more than 10
3: Right, you been better off just leaving and calling them and sending them back. I don't know what you thought you were going to do in there on their turf
1: time. I'll ever call the police. Oh, word. That's a classic TV and movie trope it does. when they're going to kill the person. Yeah, They're always like, listen, what you're doing here is highly illegal. You can't be doing And then it's like, like, well, you, you can not die. die. Now they got to kill your dumb ass. They got to, right, they got they got to kill you. Why didn't you walk home, act like you were cool with everything, and then call the cops and be like, hey, motherfucker, this nigga jumping illegal drugs, like not not a drug dealer gotta become a a murderer anyway um a passerby saw the assault saw the assault and then called the police they found him in with severe injuries my friend lost a finger and suffered multiple severe wounds to the head and arms uh he suffered a 10 percent permanent disability while his Indian friend suffered a 25 percent permanent disability good god the defendants were 23 24 and 30 and they were convicted of forming a brothel uh keeping gang uh physical assault and attempting murder all which they have denied all right guys thanks for listening we'll be back tomorrow appreciate y'all until then love you i love you